Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mr. Talk with uh, – uh, welcome to Let's Talk with Mr. Talk. We're having some technical difficulties right right now, but he'll be right with you in, 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 in a few. Um, we have a really great show for you today. Once we get through – once we get through – All right, all right, issues. all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think we got it going on now. Okay. Okay. Come on, can you hear me now? I know you probably can. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, no, we're just trying to get this sound back like it used to be, but I guess um, 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 it just don't want to act right, y'all. It just don't want to act right. But you know, it's all right. We're gonna get it back the way it used to be. One one day, anyway. Ah, one day, anyway. So, here it is. Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I've got my co-host, P. Ross, in the, in the passenger seat with me. And we're ready to take you on a wonderful ride today, people. A wonderful ride. We have a lot to talk about. Plenty of time to do it. And we're going to make it happen. That's right. We can make it happen. So, with that being said, say hello, P. Ross. Tell them hello. Tell them how you hello, doing today. Hello, hello. <laughs> All right, so y'all heard from her. She's well, man. What is really going on here? <laughs> uh, y'all know what? It is some crazy things going on. Computer just want to do its own thing. He did nothing, and I don't know what the heck is going on. Uh, I don't know. He just got his own mind going on. But you know what? We gonna work around that. We gonna work around that. Anyway. <laughs> because we're good like that You know what I mean We're good like that Alright y'all So As I said before We got a whole lot of stuff planned for you there Great show It's going to be a great ride uh, We have 
a whole bunch of things going on. We got some great songs of the day for you. We're going to take you back to your little Christmas Christmas singing days, because I know a lot of y'all going to know these songs. Y'all going to be singing as you're listening to them, which is good. It's all good. You know, I'm not upset with that. Y'all know what, though? Man, let me put this out there real fast before I go any further. Every Christmas song is not meant to be remade, okay? Because everybody can't sing a Christmas song. I don't care if you 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 famous, you got 8,000 Grammys, Emmys, or whatever else they give you for singing these days. That don't mean you can remake every song, okay? Some of them just need to be left the heck alone. But I'm not going to play any of those anyway, so it don't even matter, right? <laughs> of course it don't matter. All right, so with that being said, with that being said, let's get it on, man. The title of the show today is He Say, She Say, The Misunderstandings Between Men and Women. And we talking about the way we talk to each other and listen and hear each other and all that good, good, good thingamabob that's going on. Yeah. But first, before I get too far into what I'm about to say, about to go, let me tell you how you be a part of the show, because I want you to be a part of the show today. All right? First one is call me, 347-838-8622. Y'all got that? 347 838 What in the world? 8622. <laughs> the next. <laughs> All right. Um, you can shoot me an email at com. Our chat room is open at Talk. And don't forget, the website is up and running at www.ericletstalk.com. Okay. Now. With that being said, we got all that out the way. You know, they ain't going to see. That's why you can't. <laughs> that is why you cannot. You, man, I tell you, don't, don't. Man, when you get to these computers, yeah, man, y'all need to stop trusting these computers because they're crazy. I don't know what I'm doing here, but. Huh? Sophia's in there. Hey. Not the Sophia. The Sophia is in. You know what? I, I'm not going to go there with you today. I'm not going to go there with you yet. <laughs> Look, I said yet. I'm not going to go there with you yet. All right? But, uh, yeah. That's some crazy. That's some crazy stuff going on here. That don't even work. Happen. What in the world? I know. No, hey. Like it started right. early today. I don't know. I'll say what? Okay, you know what? We won't even do that then. Fine. All right. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this keyboard and this computer screen. Uh, maybe Sophia has jumped in and say, I'm going to prove to you that I'm somebody important. Ah, <laughs> nah. Go away, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia. Okay. Sophia's trying, <laughs> trying to get with Murphy and make things difficult for me today. Y'all know who Murphy <laughs> is, right? Murphy's Law. Yeah, but it ain't going to work. That's right. It's not going to work. We defeated you once. We're going to defeat you again. That's right, because we good like that. <laughs> but anyway, as I was about to say, um, yeah, we got a great song of the day for you. Um, we got quote of the day for you. And, um, man, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped right now. It's cold outside. I know that much. I don't like the cold, y'all. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not a cold weather I do. person. I do. You know, I do. Somebody talking about, I want to go where there's snow. Well, you can have that snow mess, okay? 
You can roll around in it, do your little angels, you know, make your yellow, little yellow whatever in the snow. Do whatever you want to. Give me sunshine, all right? Sunshine and heat. I'm a sunshine and heat man, okay? All right? Because I'm full of fire. That's why I can't do the snow. All right? I'm just looking out here. That's right. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up off me, man. Back it up off me. <laughs> Back it up off me. But anyway, <laughs> with all that fun being said, with all that fun being said, oh, see, what in the heck is going on here? <sighs> okay. We don't want that. All right. With that being said, <laughs> man, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm just, okay. Sophia, get off me, Sophia. You and Murphy need to back up. I, I just need to stop pushing buttons right now because apparently it's just not working the way it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? But anyway, we're going to get it going here. We're going to get it going here. Yeah. <laughs> I, and for those out there don't think I can melt snow, yes, I can melt the snow. That's how hot I am. Now, that's right. <laughs> I'm so hot, I step out in and the snow just automatically melts and make a path for Mr. Talk. That's right. Just so y'all know, okay? That's how hot I am. Ha! Get with me. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I just had to have a moment, y'all. But anyway, what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to have us a little uh, song of the day, and we're going to have us a little cold of the day, and then we go come back, we're going to talk a little short, 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 short thing about a couple of things. <laughs> we're going to talk about the short nuggets, as I like to call them, before we get into this man, woman, miscommunication, communication, misunderstanding, I didn't hear what you said type of thing, okay? Because I'm going to tell you about a conversation I heard earlier, earlier today, and it just proved my point, and I just had to start laughing because the poor guy, he had just got himself in trouble and didn't even know how he got there. You know, that's just how bad our, our communication is with each other. But we'll get there in a minute. But right now, right now on turntable number one, y'all, we got Miss Carla Thomas. Y'all know who that is, right? Well, if you don't, you're about to. Miss Carla Thomas, and she sang it, Gee whiz, this Christmas. Hey, let's party. Let's get it on.
was there. See, and you know what? No, that was Carla Thomas first. And gee whiz, it's Christmas. I wish you a merry, merry Christmas. Oh, no, you yeah. know you don't do All that. Right. You know that's off limits. You know that's <laughs> off limits. <laughs> it's Friday. I do what I want to. Anyway. No. <laughs>
And without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there is no reason to continue. So, therefore, let's start from the back and go to the front. Without trust, there is no reason to continue. If if you don't trust me, then why am I with you? And and this just doesn't go for a male female, you know, you know, um, love relationship. It also goes for a work relationship. Because if you don't trust the people you work with, then why are you there? It's just a ball of chaos. It's the same thing in your home. If you don't trust the people who live with you, it's just a ball of confusion. You know, you're always accusing people, you're always suspecting people, and why subject yourself to live like that? Rather than, you know, it says without respect there is no love. If you don't, you, you, you respect what you love. If it's important to you, you're going to do whatever you need to do to make that person happy. You're going to, you're going to ensure your happiness along with that person as well, and you have a healthy respect for them. When it's important to you, when it's not, you know, if it's not important, you know, then you really don't care. So there is no respect. So there can't be any love because you love what you respect. Because when it's important, you don't make excuses. You make time. You make time to talk. You make time to communicate. You make time to fix whatever the problem is, you know. You do what you promised that you would do when respect is there. If it's not there, you make excuses. And without communication, there's no relationship. How can you have a relationship and nobody ever talks? What is this? The silent, you know, the silent treatment and, you know, I love you. We doing sign language now? No. Because that still is a form of communication. So in, in order for there to be an, any, any type of relationship, there has to be give and take. In all areas, not just when you're talking, but give and take in the household duties, give and take, you know, when you're working, give and take in the finance. This is nothing new. We've said this before. It can't all be take, 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 give, give, give. Somebody's going to be burnt out. That person's going to shut down. And, again, you're going to lose respect for them. You're going to name call in, you know. And then there's not going to be a reason to continue. So take into consideration the most important thing, you know, is communication, expression, and listening. Because then that will lead to understanding. See? And when you understand the person, you can feel When they say you feel me, you know, that's called empathy. You, you can understand how they feel even though you may not feel the same way. You have that understanding and then you have a compassion for what they're feeling. Then you're able to come to agreements, whether you agree to disagree. That's called compromise. And you don't feel so disconnected. See, when you are able to communicate well and you are able to sit and listen to each other, you have a sense of connectedness. You have a sense of belonging. You feel appreciated and you feel more love because you really feel like that person heard you like they're really concerned about you. So, again, without communication, there is no relationship. Without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there is no reason to continue. Make it a great day. All right. And that was the quote of the day. And 
that was really nice. It really was. That was so nice. I, I really, really like the way you um you broke that down. And I like the way you, you really um said it. I really do. And of course, there's a reason why I say, you know, you're the logic of the of the of the, of the two of us, and <laughs> now here we go. I'm gonna tell y'all the way I feel about this thing. All right. Okay, man. Better listen up. You know what? You know. There you go. You see, you didn't have to go there. I didn't have to go. No, you didn't. I don't. I don't. Now the only and, and see 
only, only, only problem I would see with that is military-wise because you spend so much time with with your fellow brothers and sisters in arms, you get to know things about them that half the time their parents don't even know. I mean the parents, Lord. Well, their parents too, but their spouses don't know either because you spend that much time with them. And you do learn to respect them a little bit more, but that's a different type of respect, though. And the reason why, because your life depends on them and theirs depends on you. Yeah. So you have to, we start talking about communication and stuff like that. You have to take all, all points into, um, into consideration. But we'll be back. We're going to revisit this. I promise y'all we will revisit. All right? Here very shortly. But I want to knock these nuggets out the way first because I already know once we get started with um, – <laughs> Once we get started, we we're not gonna be able to uh, bring it back from anything else. So let's let's hit. Good Lord! All right. The uh, what's the other boy name? Murphy. Sophia and Murphy. Y'all leave me alone now. All right. I'm trying. I'm trying to do what's right. Okay. But anyway, as I was saying, as I was saying. We're going to get on with the rest of these nuggets, all right? But good job with the quote of the day, P. Great job. Great job. Um, I hope you all understood that besides my nonsense. I hope you all understood what she was saying, you know? Hey, I, I just got a question, but I'll bring that back to you. I'll bring that back here in a minute. I need to write it down. All right, so remember Monday when I was on the air, I was telling you all about this so-called um, possible government shutdown that was uh, the deadline was today. Well, once again, those great people that have been voted into office of, into Washington D.C. have decided to do a two-week stopgap measure to keep the government running for another two weeks. <laughs> and of course, it's it's the same old red Eric and Ryan. You know, it's the same old thing. Same old thing. You know, Republicans want to give the military more money to spend on things like equipment, bombs, planes, trucks, uh, barracks, <laughs> turning two-lane roads into one-lane road with a bicycle lane and a pedestrian walking lane, which makes no sense whatsoever, but that's what they're doing. So, But they need more money to do that, okay? Um, <laughs> and then there's a fight over... Some money, of course, because uh, a lot of the people, the, the Democrats, basically want 200 billion, you know, over two years. But you got the extra conservative Republicans that say 70 to be, 70, 80 billion, you know, is a good spending, you know, good spending limit. Also, that's what they're fighting about. Of course, money. Now, as I always say, how they spending those? How are they? Talking about spending all this money when supposedly we don't have any. If the, if the deficit is if the deficit is two and two trillions and trillions of dollars, okay. Well, where's this money coming from? Are we gonna print up a whole another batch of money again? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. So anyway, for those who work for the government, uh, contractors working with the government entities, uh, you got another. You 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 got two weeks. You got another two weeks. Okay. So make it work. 
<laughs> Make it work. Of course, and also they're, they're fighting over um, disaster relief funds for Puerto Rico and, of course, Florida and Houston. You know, they, they were hit by hurricanes. And don't forget California out there that just became a living hell, literally. Um, <laughs> and, of course, um, you know, the, the Democrats want funding for a children's health insurance program for low-income families. Of course, we know yeah. that's not going to happen. And money for community health centers. Oh yeah, they just closed all those down. They called them abortion centers, clinics. But maybe I'm like, mm, they may, mm. and of course, all this was supposed to be done by December the second. And we wear it now, December the eighth. So don't hold your breath, y'all. Okay, we really haven't had a. This country really hasn't had a um, quote unquote real budget since 2009, fiscal year 2010. So. Don't hold your breath on it. They're going to keep doing the same thing. You know, do a little bit here, do a little bit there, and uh, everybody's going to be happy with that. Hey, you and know, it's going, on, uh, it's going to go on to, to, to November 2018. Yes, go ahead. I'm listening. No, no. Um, um, Senator Chuck Schumer said that they're in the spirit of let's get it done. So they plan on getting it done. Trump said that uh, uh, we're all here in a very friendly, well unified group. So uh, we're here to make progress. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. So they sound, you know, constructive. <clears throat> what was the yeah, title of the show? What was the title of the show? What was the title of the show on uh, on Monday? What the heck did you say? What the heck did you say? <laughs> now, now that was the clean version. Let, let me tell y'all the real, real, real what I really was going to say. And I thought about it and I changed it. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> and I, I'm going to tell you the truth because, look, just like this, man, they had all this time to do a budget. That's, that's like like the the affordable carrot. They had seven years now, everybody in the, in the let's get it done mode. Yeah, sure you are. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, them cats gonna go. They go leave. They gonna start dancing there, drinking eggnog, smoking weed, and laughing. Like yeah, we got them again, y'all. We got them again. Yeah. Correct, man. No, well, that's what we're doing. Daily. 
Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, that's that's kind of common sense, you know, because you get your money, you know, for your insurance, and then you just build right there in the same place. That's like building your house on the edge, and when, when um, mud slide comes, it slide down. Yeah, but you put yeah. it right back up. Then you, then, you go, then you go and put it right back up on another mountain. Really? But anyway, mm-hmm. but I know many of y'all probably did, but next time y'all look at them pictures, of the California fires, and you, they like to show them at night because it's it, it illuminates the night sky. Look at it, look like hell for real. The picture of what we've been shown to be hell that's what it looks like. Okay, I'm just saying, y'all, and I'm not cussing, I'm just saying hell is in the Bible. That's right, anyway. <laughs> um, let's move on here, uh, real quick. Um, let's talk Roy Moore for a minute. Roy Moore, because I heard, I, I, you know, because I've been in now, so I heard something today that came across the news feed that said, Roy Moore says America was great when there was slavery. Now, that was what the headline said. All right. Now, y'all know me. I just don't jump on with the headline. I have to go and find it and listen to it and read what was actually said and the content of how it was said. Okay. Although, we do know there are those out there that do really feel that way, that America was great when you had slavery, um, the Jim Crow laws, and so forth and so on. Y'all know where I'm going with this. But in this instance, I had to go and find out, because I like Roy Moore. I really do. I like him. Guest 525, welcome to the chat room. Glad you can hang out with us. Hey, now, if y'all want to write something in the chat room, um, I know you come in as guests, but as guests, you can't write anything, and I can't write anything back to you. But what you could do is just log in with a username. It don't have to be anything fancy. Just a username, and then you can type in the chat room. Then I can type back with you. P. Ross can type back with you, or whoever's in the chat room can type back with you. And we can all be typing and talking and having a great time. All right? So don't forget that little nugget right there. But thank you for joining us anyway. I'm not saying going anywhere. But anyway, um, Roy Moore, back to Roy Moore. And as I was saying, I had to go and find out exactly what this man was saying and how he said it. And I found it. I found it. Oh, I found it. Now, this was earlier this year. It's amazing how they go back and find things that you have said, you know, earlier, 8, 9, 10, 1,200 months later, (laughs) earlier, uh, to try to prove a point. And now we have already established that the the, the 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 Republican establishment really is not not happy with this man. Although the tie has changed now and forty five is actively backing more. We know that's not what they want to do. We already know this. But I like more because more he's straight up. He's straight up. He but this is um was interesting. And, of course, he was asked this by an African-American, uh, one of the few that was in the audience that day. And mm-hmm. y'all, y'all, smell, y'all smell what I'm smelling here? Huh? Y'all smell what I'm smelling yeah, here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, some stank stuff going on. But here's, here's um, what was actually said. Earlier this year, Moore was asked his opinion on when was the last time America was great? His response was, 
I think it was great at the time when families were united. Even though we had slavery, they cared for one another. Our families were strong. Our country had direction. Okay, that's what the man said. That's what he said. And the only thing he said, even though we had slavery, they cared for one another. Our families were strong. Our country had direction. That was it. However, many felt his statement implied he'd be he'll be able to overlook the enslavement of other human beings as long as families are united. <laughs> and of course, the article went on to, 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 to bring out some other points about Roy Moore, such as he referred to Native Americans as red and yellows, questioned Obama's place of birth, and once suggested Muslims should not be allowed to serve in Congress. Now, that's what was said, and that's what his response was. Now, I'm going to keep my judgment to myself right now. I'm going to ask my, my wonderful co-host, what was wrong with what the man said? Everything was wrong with the, what the man said because of his position. You can't make statements like that. They're always going to be considered racist, even though you use the wrong words to intend that you thought the families were more united. It depends on what families you're referring to, because as slaves, even those families were always broken up. There was no family unity. Now, if he meant that, you know, people worked together more, they were concerned about people more, because, you know, black people had to work together as slaves, even though they had the Uncle Toms and the Sambos and all of them that reported back to Massa everything, you know, if somebody was going to escape, everybody pulled together. And 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 they accomplished that. However, however, ever, however, leave me alone. However, when you anytime you bring in slavery to a black man, you that's a red flag right there. What's wrong with you? And then you're gonna talk about Native Americans and Asians as red. What is wrong with you? What is you can't do that. You cannot, I mean, you can do that because, you know, it's your privilege. You want to look like an ass. But you can't do that. That was not the time when the last time that this country was great or so-called great. You know, that you, you, you can't quantify that. There is no quantifying slavery. It was a horrible institution. And there's no way you can dress it up to say people were unified. Yeah, the nation was unified because we was picking your cotton and planting your fields and everything else. You had free labor, if that's what you want to refer to, if that's what you're talking about on an economic level. Yeah, it was great for y'all because y'all reaped all the benefits. But as far as any other aspect of it, no, it wasn't great for us. It never was and it never has been, in my opinion. Mm. You know, but you know, mm-hmm. see, that's how I feel. You know, it never was, and it never has been, and it still is not, even in, unto this day. Because as long as we have law enforcement, as long as we have a justice system that is unfair, unilaterally, systematically unfair and biased, this place will never be great for us. Now, if he was mm. speaking, it was great for. Caucasian people, okay, yeah, that's a valid point. 
Because as I said, you had free labor to do all your work for you, so it may have been great for you. But for us, it hasn't been. And that's not a racist statement before you jump all on there. Oh, she's racist bandwagon. That's just the truth of the matter. Okay. You finished? I'm done. Okay. All right. Now, the question was, <laughs> the question was, in his opinion, when did he think America was great? And that's what the man said. He, that was his opinion. That was his opinion. Well, that was just my opinion. That was his opinion. <laughs> but once again, it, is, it has been illustrated how just take that one key word and just run with it. Because the, 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 the headlines didn't say he was asked what his, you know, old thing the headlines say Roy Moore says America was great when slavery, when there was slavery. You get my point? So now, once again, it's feeding into the many, many, uh, uh, how can I say it, the racial tension that has always been smoldering in this wonderful country that so many <laughs> some people love to the most. Okay? But, I, hey, I, I, look, I'll be honest. I like Roy Moore because he, he just does it like it is. He does. And, and I think you brought out a good point there, um, T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slavery, yeah, a lot of families were enslaved families were broken up. But as you mentioned, when it, when one of them was time to run, they looked out for them. They had these songs that were you know, cold word for when we get ready to run, like I'm going to the tree to sleep for a week. I mean, hey, in a week, meet me over here at this tree over here on the corner, and we ride now. You know, but hey, it was together. Everybody looked out for each other. Yeah, I know everybody wanted to want to say, well, it was still slavery, fool. Yeah, well. If you take a look at it, you're still in slavery, fool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I better not say that no more. But my point is this. Quit digging to try to find negativity and everything. I understand what the man was saying. I didn't take it I didn't take it as a, a, a slight or racist statement. I really didn't. Okay. Maybe that is my 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 Heck, I don't know what it was. I just didn't see it as being racist. I'm sorry, I didn't. It didn't. No, I, I think it was it was built to cause more concern or what have you. Now let's be honest. This the same man that stood up there to keep the the Ten Commandments statue in the in the state capitol on the state capitol grounds, right? And that's and, and that's that. the same Bible and, and that's the same Bible that they used to justify slavery as well. So what's your point? Yeah. So my point is this: when they want to do you, it don't matter. They gonna do you. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. So uh, in the long run, in the long run, y'all, <laughs> your opinion really don't matter. Hey, most black people, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, most most. After all these six thousand years, we kind of figure out that it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> some of us, some of 
that's quite evident, but that doesn't uh, stop them from making it. Right. Uh, Let's just think about it. Most most black folk, African Americans, Haitian American, whatever you want to classify yourself as, the dark ethnicities, you know, uh, um, Field Forty Five is a is is a, is a um, what word can I find? Find a knucklehead, but that didn't stop them from that didn't stop him from still being elected president. You know, oh, well. you have Al Franken, John Coyers, uh being the being accused of sexual harassment. Now they they've decided to step down, resign. Uh-huh. But you still got the so-called leader of the free world that's been accused by over thirty women, and, and he's still rolling. Nobody tried to force him to resign, did they? No. Oh, I forgot. He wasn't. He wasn't the leader of the free world. Then I forgot that was in his past. Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't the other two in the other's past as well? I'm just saying. It was. It was all. <laughs> oh. Let's not forget Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. Yeah, his was in the past as well. And they they still trying to take him back to court. You know, over oh, another yeah. little crazy woman. Uh, and, so, yeah. and, and my point is, you have to put this stuff in perspective. These folk are crazy as, as three left doors. If it don't, if, if it's not going to benefit them or you cross them in a way they feel that you shouldn't have, they're coming after you. And they're going to dig everything up they can. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget also that in the long run, when they need you, they're not ashamed to say, okay, yeah, we support them right now because you got something they need, i.e., 45 supporting Roy Moore now. There's supposed to be a rally in um, Tallahassee, not Tallahassee, Pensacola today where he's supposed to actively name Roy Moore and support him. Now, oh. here's 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 a, a, a see, and I'm going to show you this two way mirror that they look through. Okay. Now let's remember the guy that Roy Moore ran against. Okay, the primary that he ran against, Trump openly supported him. All right. Yes. And the guy lost. And the guy lost. So. Let's let's get with the psychology, you know. Here they trying to pull. Well, let's act like we really support him, but hoping that if he's the forty five, throw his support support behind Roy Moore, that would anger enough people to where they vote for this Jones guy, and Roy Moore be defeated and the mission is accomplished. Damn, simple. That's what they look. They, that's how they're trying to work it now. Because what they they have found, yeah. Because what they have found out is trying to attack this man straight up is not working. It's not working. His father, you know, his base is not having that. They're like, whatever, man. Y'all go on with that. So, let's try it this way. Lessons learned. <laughs> you hear me? Lessons learned. Hey, it worked one time. Let's see if it won't work again. That's how they get. That's how they play the game. That's how they play the game. But they're all working for one common cause because they want to get things done the right way. <laughs> you know. Mm. And there's there's been some congressmen called with open. Mo- you know what? Uh, let me talk about this hot mic stuff for a moment because there's a lot of individuals that quote unquote get caught with hot mic. 
theory on the hawk bite is they know the mic's still on because nobody told them they turned them off yet. So they know that. So, and they say it's stuff purposely to let it be heard, i.e., if the Republican Party becomes the, the, the party of Trump and more, we're in trouble. Now, that's what one of the senators said, Republican senators. Now, if you're up in, in that type of position, you know everybody, anybody's listening. So why would you just say something like that? All right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's the way they I see it anyway. They wanted it out there. My they point. Out there. My they don't point. want it out there. Right. Come on, my man. point. Exactly. Exactly. So, it is what it is. All right, let's move on. I want to at least give an hour to, to the main topic. Um, I already mentioned the congressman um, resigning. Now, let's talk about this thing called North Korea, y'all, because something interesting is about to happen here pretty soon. And I don't think anybody really is paying attention. Um, The 2018 Winter Olympics is supposed to be held in North Korea, y'all. Now, here's the question. How are you about to go to war with a country but going to send your athletes to that country to compete? What kind of sense does that make? If you're the country... The other country doesn't want to go to court the other country. How are you going to allow that country athletes into your country, quote-unquote, to to participate in sports? Knowing you're going to be watching them 24-7, and every chance you get, you're going to try and arrest one or two of them. You know North Korea, that's what's going to happen. <clears throat> Y'all get my yeah. point here? Something smells stinky in, in, in that whole situation. Yeah. Well, France said that they're not sending their athletes. France already pulled out. <laughs> See? See? That's a good thing. They don't win nothing anyway, so, I mean, they should be going to go. But anyway, I mean, they don't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, you know, that's another one of those dynamics that you have to look at and be like, really? Really? How is this going to work? How is this going to work? Know thyself. Welcome to the show. I see you. 540, I see you. <clears throat> but, yeah, so you got North Korea, and you're like, okay, so when the Olympics in North Korea, United States and North Korea talking about blowing each other off the face of the earth, how is that going to work? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy So yeah Yeah So I just wanted y'all to um, Understand that, that, that aspect of Something just stinks It really does It really does You know the jobs report came out And everything is looking good It's a healthy job report And everybody's talking about how great it is <clears throat> Let me give you some more um, good advice. It's the holidays. The job report always looks good on the holidays because companies hire temporary workers. Really? <clears throat> Y'all can't be, keep be, be believing that hype, man. And that's what it means to be hype. It's hype. It's looking great. The strongest it has been in a long time. 
Yeah, well, they hire Christmas workers to, to pull all the little quote-unquote toys and computers and things like that off the shelves to get them shipped out in time. Now, in, let's, let's look at that again in March, April, May time frame when everything is slowed down, the returns are in, everything is slowed down, and they can't pay all these folks the money they're paying them right now. Let's see how the jobs report going to look then. But we know it's going to be it's going to be altered and what have you, because that's what Mr. Smith does. It doesn't matter who's in the office. They do the same thing, do the same thing. All right, so that's all the nuggets I have, I think. I'm, I don't think I missed anything, well, but I'm going to ask my, my co-host. I did want to make Go a ahead. comment on, I, the, um, um, on the Conyers um, resignation because it's really funny how, you know, all of these, you know, all these skeletons coming out of the closet now these years later. But apparently uh, um, uh, the Marion Brown lady um, reached a, a confidential taxpayer-funded settlement of more than $27,000. Just over allegations that that Representative Conyers sexually harassed her. It didn't say that anything was proven. It was just said that it it was alleged. Now her cousin, now her cousin, see, uh, is 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 accusing him of the same thing. Now you see how the water, the water flows down here once you pay one person off. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that these people that this didn't happen to these people. I'm just saying, perhaps you know when the money starts flowing out, everybody wants to jump on the Me Too troll. See, and so eventually two other women who work for him have accused him of sexual misconduct. Why did you not report this at the time? Why now? So somebody finally got some money, and now you know you want to throw your head in the ring for your portion. Not going to happen. See. So then there's also Senator Al Franken of Minnesota, Republican uh, Blake Farenhold of Texas, and Democratic Republican Ruben Keehoon of Nevada. You know, they have all rebuffed calls to, to step down over similar ac- accusations. You know, though um, um, uh, Representative Joe Bartnett of Texas has said that he won't even seek another reelection next year. Is it just too much to fight? Are you guilty or is it just this? Look, we're not even doing this. What's the hidden agenda in, in wanting to bring all of this out now? Why do you want these certain people out? What, what, did they not vote the way they should have voted on critical issues? Can we get the voting record? Can we make a comparison? Can we see what the issues are? Are are there similar? See, maybe maybe there is a hidden agenda. Maybe these women are being paid off to say, hey, this is what happened to me. You know, one lady said that, that while in a church with Representative Conyers, he was rubbing his hand under her skirt, on her thigh, and you sitting there letting him, and now you want to talk about it? You're in the church. Everybody in the world would have knew. Get your freaking hands off me. What the hell are you doing? You know, she's a freak. She was enjoying it. Talking yeah, about she's exactly. touched, being touched by the spirit. Yeah, okay, spirit. You hear me? <laughs> she's okay. being touched by the spirit. <laughs> so, what is the motivating factor for all of this to be coming out now? It, you know, mm. you see. And and you know I I just you know I I you know I just I, I just cannot believe even as a woman even as a woman don't get me wrong if it's truth it's truth 
But then we know there have been reports of women saying stuff happened to them and they lied. Mm. So, you know, so <sighs> let, let's, let's just be real. You know, let, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Cause this, this, this is a lie. And the only issue I have with it is, is why did it take so long for you to come forth? Well, these right. and all this, and if, it, and, if, and if they say it like the one lady said, well, oh yeah, everybody knows that in, in, in representative in Conyers' office is to be expected. Really? You, so y'all just going to tolerate it for a job? Just going to give up your integrity for a job? Really? Really? And now you want to? And now you want to bring it up? He so, has so, the magic um, touch such. You know, so, you know, I don't know. It behooves one to think what's really behind all of these accusations and, 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 and what's, the, what's the, the, the goal or the agenda to be accomplished in bringing all of this up now, you know. So that's just how I think. See, so okay. we need to look at Hey, you know what? Yeah. You, you did, I'm sorry. Are you finished? Yes, I'm done. Okay. In the church, your hand rubbing on my thigh, under my skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to say, on the front row. On the front row. On the front row. So, <laughs> so now it was giving a peep show. They were doing a peep show. And, oh, my goodness. The spirit was moving up in there. <laughs> I ain't going to say what kind of spirit, but the spirit was moving up in there. <laughs> Oh Lord, that just sounds stupid. <laughs> it really does. You know, then the cousin, girl, you better go and get yours while you can, girl. They ain't gonna question that. Just say it. They they gonna give you the money. This is kind of crap. Yeah, but these men, you know, and not to say it, it hasn't happened or it didn't happen, because we know for a while all the men up there in, in up there back in the seventies, eighties were doing the little boys. Uh, but they paid them off as well. That's why you ain't heard too much more about that after that. So it is, you know. I, I think it has a lot. It's more going on than what we will ever know. But I think we kind of can smell the bullshit. Excuse my language. That that's that is involved in all this stuff. You know, it's even bad. Look, it's even it, it's even bad when when um. When 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 Fox News, the people on Fox News start questioning the, the validity of it, you know, and they 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 hardcore Republicans, but they it's bad when they start questioning it, you know, it, it's too much now, it's too much. Um, also, I need to correct something I said here a little earlier. The Winter Olympics is not in North Korea; it's in South Korea. Okay, and but. Now here's here's why because I, I I recognize the, the the name of the city um, where it's supposed to be at, and it's like 50 miles from the demilitarized zone, and it's spelled the same way. So they just changed the way they spelled it and put a capital C on it to make sure everybody knows South Korea. Yeah, but if I'm American people, I'm still saying it's too close for me. <laughs> With all that going on, yeah, it's 50 miles south of the demilitarized zone. Yeah, that separates the two countries. So I had to correct myself because I know somebody say, now Mr. Tata know what he talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Yes, I corrected myself. Okay? So there. Now you know. But anyway, anyway, um, we got a hand up. So let's let's see. Um, let's get this callers 
opinion here on stuff we talked about before we roll into the hot topic. He say, she say, because we're going to talk about that. All right. Sister Egoni, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, Mr. Talk. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Now I'm unmuted, I think. Okay. I can hear you. Okay. How are you doing, too, T? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Um, I may have been... been uh, uh, did you see my email? Which one? Mr. Talk? The one oh. uh, I uh, talked to Mr. Talk, the email I sent about about the Olympics. Uh, when did you send it? No, okay, uh, no, about an hour before the show. No. Okay, great. No, That's weird. That's really weird because when you see it, you'll know why I say it's weird. But anyway, back to the topic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to comment on what uh, T. Ross was saying, and you said it too, basically. Uh, I think the reason why all of this stuff is coming out about all of these improprieties, supposedly alleged improprieties between, you know, misbehavior with men and women is because they don't want us to talk about Pedalgate. They don't want us to talk about the Lolita Express anymore. They don't want to get down to that because when they get down to that, they're going to have to get all the way up into the Senate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my thought. Because I think, like you, it's very strange. So, but then you know, the the media has been weaponized. The language has been weaponized. So, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You don't want to go up into into that to them. Go ahead. That's Did all. I, I, you know, I think they just they want to oh. kind of redirect the. Uh, you know, the, the the conversation away from that. And what do you think about mm-hmm. these 4,000 sealed uh, indictments that are supposed to be coming down? I don't know concerning what, but have you seen anything about that? Uh, No, I haven't. I haven't really heard anything about that. 4,000 for who? On what? Sealed indictments supposed to be coming. From where? Pardon? Regard, regarding the Russian uh, Regarding government employees. Pardon? Oh, well. I don't okay. Know I'm it, sorry. It, it, I'm having trouble it, here. Oh, I don't know why. I hear you fine. <laughs> no, I um, said I'm having trouble hearing. It's on my end. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, you know, when you say the government, or I, Mr. Smith, as I like to say, uh, that's, that's a big, wide swath of, you know, because it could be anything from um, fraud to Conspiracy from murder. I I haven't really heard anything about that though. Who who's supposed to be bringing those down? Well, I wouldn't know who's supposed to be bringing them down. I guess it would be the Justice Department or the Injustice Department, whichever, however you want to look at it. But <laughs> I saw that information on SG. I saw that on SGT report and some other channels where alternate news channels that is supposed mm-hmm. to be four thousand. Sealed indictments. I thought it was odd that they were sealed because, you know, if anybody else does anything illegal, it's in the newspaper and <laughs> you just, you know, whatever. It's public knowledge, right? And since we're supposed to be paying for the public uh, services, it seems like we have a right to know if there's somebody, one of our so-called servants has got an indictment 
coming up. Wouldn't you think we have a right to know about that? Why is that secret? The contents are unknown, but the number of the sealed indictments is, is public. It's a public record, but what's in them is, is not saying, you know, mm-hmm. through Washington and in Hollywood. So it's, it's, yeah, it's that's another easy. thing, too. I think they were saying some of the, the uh, Hollywood people were supposed to be in these 4,000. Yeah, it is. It's 400. It says 400 here. Yeah. Okay. Now it's yeah. up. To, well, okay. I said I saw a number of 4,000, but I see in Telehub says 1,183 sealed government indictments as of Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that was back in November, so it might be 4,000 now. But yeah. anyway, um, um, about uh, back to the uh, South Korean uh, Olympics, I also saw a short video on RT where it says the, uh, somebody from the United Nations is recommended that the United States don't even participate in the Olympics because of security issues. That was well, on RT. And I would, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would, if I was an athlete, I wouldn't go. I, I, I would, would. Well, you know, I, well, I think it's uh, what is unfortunate, in my view, is the history of why that situation exists in South Korea and North Korea is never spoken about. Or at least I haven't seen anything recently that anybody bring up the fact that the United States used chemical weapons on North Korea, bombed them back in the Stone Age, just like they did Iraq, and 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 you know, uh, I mean, so and then they talk about Mr. What's his name, the President Kim Jong Un, like he's a madman, and I don't think he's no madman worse uh, than uh, being a madman to somebody that just talked about dropping the mother of all bombs on Afghanistan, and you don't even hear him talk anything about. Who and how many people were killed in that? As a matter of fact, uh, there was uh, some uh, uh, this a professor from uh, Beirut, uh, Jay. Oh God, I can't pronounce his name. It's a foreign name. Um, v. J. Prashad. He teaches in Beirut. He's Indian, and he said that a bunch of journalists wanted to investigate. Uh, you know to find out what the uh, kill was and how many civilians were uh, affected by that incident. And they were told by NATO lawyers, attorneys, that they wouldn't allow any investigation because it was NATO's policy that they would never, ever kill uh, civilians. So, And they said it was a still a, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, active Zone, so they couldn't allow any uh, reporters to go in there. So they claimed nobody, yeah. no civilians yeah. were killed, yet they said it was still an active war zone, so they couldn't let any uh, uh, reporters in there. But they did get to interview some people around the perimeter of the area, and they said that, that the earth shook so that they thought that the world was coming to an end, the ones that were alive. Mm-hmm. So you how know, come they don't never honest, say anything about that? They never put these things into context of why Un Jong Un is uh, talk like he talks. They don't talk about the chemical weapons that was used on them people. And I saw some pictures that make you want to cry back in the Korean War. <laughs> you know, that's one of those where the countries they've been. You know, technically, technically. Um, The countries never stopped. I mean, they're at ceasefire, but they never 
they're still technically at war with each other, South and North Korea. They just had a ceasefire. That's why you have a demilitarized well, zone right there. Um, but well, you um, but but you but know, you're leaving, you're leaving um, somebody out. You're leaving somebody out. Who am I? <laughs> the one who you're leaving out the, the the. Okay, never mind. I'll just stop there. No, I'm listening. I'm, I'm talking. About who am I leaving out? When you talk about South Korea and North Korea still at war, who dropped the bombs? Who used the chemical weapons? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I know that already. That's why we still got soldiers over there. I mean, you know, when you when you get to talking war and, and who dropped this and who dropped that, you know, it, it's interesting because I've often said it, and we we need to move on from from this. But I often said it that um, it's amazing that that uh, Mr. Smith was always talking, trying to rein in somebody else's bomb, nuclear arsenal and stuff. But as as far as world history, we're the only ones who dropped the big one and decimated a you know country, a whole country <laughs> with nuclear weapons. So I. I, I I just stay away from that because I already know the hypocrisy that 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 is going on, and you. Well, I'm sorry I brought it up, but the only way the reason I mentioned it is because I just thought I think it's unfair for the media to keep whipping up all this stuff about North Korea, but they never put it into context historically. That's the reason why I brought it up. What when, when has the media ever done that? No. No. Well, I didn't because say they ever did. Perfect. I'm just saying they don't, and I think because, it's unfair. Because, well, fair. What's fair got to do with it? No, uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to, to say it? is I think it's important to speak on those matters because the press unfairly does not report on them, and they don't put these things in historical context. So that's why I think it's important for us to do so. That's the only, what, I, what I was trying to say. Well, when you get to talk about us, us need to get out the video games and start reading first, and we will realize some of the, the, the nonsense that we keep being fed is actually nonsense and propaganda. Um, we, oh, Lord, like um, not Venezuela, what, what is that country? Vietnam, Vietnam. Um, literally, the Vietnam. 45 has signed a document saying we would no longer uh, pay to get all those bombs out of that country that we dropped in there, that that um, children are still stumbling on to get blown up. But you don't hear anything about that either. But it's happening, and he just signed that, but he didn't talk that or anything like that. We have already determined that the press is controlled by certain people, certain entities that are not going to report on certain things to, to, to feed into the public's paranoia uh, of what they want want to believe, what they want to believe, not is what is actually happening or going or going going on. I guess that's the best way I can say it. I understand what you're saying, and I, I really do. And I and I agree with you, and I appreciate and know what you're saying too, and that's all. Why I think it's important for us to do so if we can. Hmm. Yeah, so, but we, well, I can't say we, um, hopefully it will get better. <laughs> we can only do what we can do. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, you're doing a great job. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 
I hope, I hope somebody in those countries are listening and they're called in and let us know the real deal. Of course, I've seen what some of the real deal is, so I, I have a, I think I have a better understanding than most. I think that's what um, kind of changed my point of view on a lot of things. And okay. I appreciate you speaking on it. That's very helpful. And I'm, I'm going to mute myself out. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for saying, Johnny. All right, y'all. Wow. We're going to have to come revisit that at another date, another time. But let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. He say, she say. The misunderstanding between men and women. We talking communication. Hey, Shadow Warrior, what's going on with yourself? How you doing today? All right, communication, men and women. And, hey, who came up? Let me ask you this question. Who came up with the thing that women always have to go first? Why women always got to go first? Maybe I want to go first sometime. Maybe I, you know what I mean? I don't, think, go first. I don't, I don't rightly look, care. I mean, look, go women, ahead. Women got to go first. Women got to go first. Women get to go first and everything. But when it's time bullets start flying, they want the man to go first, right? No. <laughs> when the what? When the what starts flying? Did you say when the bullets start flying? Yeah, when the bullets start flying. <laughs> no, I'm You want the man that. to go first. No, nah, that's all right. I'm you shooting what? back. I'm shooting yeah, back. See? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Ain't that's no, a good ain't thing. No, ain't, no, right. ain't no guarantee you're going to protect my life. I got, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, and I told y'all at the beginning of the show, there's a, um, there was a conversation I heard, and I think this best illustrates the difference between what men say and what women hear and vice versa. Okay? Now, I'm gonna make, this is going to make y'all laugh. It's going to make me laugh. Like the poor guy, he just stuck right now. All right, this is what happened. They were in the store, and the guy said, well, you know, babe, 10 years from now, I hope you don't, you don't, um, how you put it? I hope 10 years from now, I hope you don't bring me up on sexual harassment charges. Right? Now, that's what the guy said. The woman goes, Sexual harassment? Heck, you better have a, a, a ring on this favor. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean, a sexual harassment? You know, and the guy just looked like, okay, I was saying that as a joke. And it, it was no joke to her because she was saying, you better, you see, no, you're talking about the wrong thing right now. And I, and I, and I couldn't do that but laugh because I was like, you <laughs> see, that's exactly the problem we have right there. You know, he was joking. He was playing around. And she took it so serious to, he was lost after she jumped on him. But why did she jump on him? Why did she jump on him? Her way of saying, I want to be married by in 10 years. The man the boy wasn't talking about marriage, engagement, nothing. He was just cracking a joke. But that's all she heard is, in 10 years, we still not going to be married. And I'm not having that, da, 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 da. And the guy was like, okay, baby, I was just joking. You know, that's what that when I heard that and watched that 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 little play, you know, happen before me, I really say, see, that is the problem right there. I understood what he was saying because I started laughing, but she took it a whole different because she heard something totally different. She heard something totally different, and that's what happens a lot of times with men and women, quote unquote. 
No, no, no. If something was going on with the with the sound for a minute, okay, go ahead. No, I was just saying. What do you think about that? You, did you hear what I said? Did you hear anything I said? You probably didn't hear I anything heard, I said. I, I heard. I heard what you said. I heard what you said. He was joking, and she said, "You better have a rain on this thing in ten years." You know, we already done discussed this. You know, women are groomed to think that they're supposed to be married. They're supposed to have a husband and children. So their motivating factor, the thing on their on on their mind when you're talking about time limits, when you're talking about years, when you're talking about tenure in a relationship is we got to be married. Because society and, 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 and everybody else has beat that into their heads over the years. That's what's expected. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking about tenure, you know, that's the focus. That's what they see. They're not really listening to anything else. That's why you have to have active listening skills, not what you're thinking in your head, not what what's in your subconscious. And if women be and if women be honest, you know, I'm not saying all women because every woman don't want to be married. Now, now every woman does. They, they, you know, they don't want a husband. They're good in just a you know single relationship type. Um, for those who whom that has been been groomed into, that is the thought. You know, don't think that just because you move, you know, you move in with a woman and or your girlfriend, significant significant other, that they're not thinking that. Oh well, this is the first step to marriage because they are. They may not say it, but you will see by their actions that they're thinking it and realize that. And it will come out just like that. Just like that, all off topic, wasn't even what the man was talking about, just joking around, And but you see where the mindset is. And you have to be aware of that. You have to be aware of that. Yeah. Okay, now, with that being said, with that being said, by the way, why, why she don't want to be married? Why wouldn't the woman want to be married? Huh? Why, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
So there's there's no attachments. And supposedly there's no emotions involved, but, you know, that's a lie. Now, and this is a, okay, so you're not in a relationship, and there's no attachments, so you basically you just hit and quit. Exactly. Now, now, with that being said, so why is it when that is actually going on for real, but it just hasn't been classified as that there's women get upset. You, you get my point? You have to accept women because uh-huh. I said it's, it's, it's supposed to be no emotional attachment, but you know anybody, that's an, an, an act of intimacy. You know emotions are going to flow, you know? So, so why lie is the thing. See, because you, that's what it is. You, you, you're really just lying to yourself because there is an attachment there. Especially, it is. Especially if, 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 if it's a repeated act with the same person. Mm-hmm. If you want to be, if you want to be honest, if you want to be honest. But is it? I mean, okay. So. <laughs> yeah, we let's have some fun with this. Let's have some fun with this. All right. So, uh, are there different levels of booty calls, or, or is that just a, no, one I, big broad thing of booty call? I don't know. I, 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 I mean, don't no, know. no. I mean, oh, oh, no, 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 no. But see, you're a woman. You are a woman. Okay, that's why I'm asking. I'm a man, so I'm asking. So I'm put my two point. I mean, is there? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't watch the levels of booty calls, but look, let's be honest. Okay, instead of booty call, like, okay, every six months when I need it, or, you know, every birthday, we still not married, or we single, and we get together, knock it out one good time, bam, 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 we're gone. Okay, but we still made friends. All right, then you have the second the second level, maybe uh, every, you know, three, four months, we hook up, da, 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 boom, or, you have the, the 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 steady but not steady booty call, where it's it's once or twice a week. You know, you come over, and knock it out, and we roll on about our business, right? Okay, is there that like that, or is it just a booty call? Is a booty call? Those those are all options, I guess. I guess those all could be options. But <laughs> Yeah. But have stability 
but have the stability of being, so you think of being in a, in a marriage or a relationship, but you can be a whole at yeah, the same you, time. Yeah, you're not, you're not in a, yeah, you're not in a relationship. Not really. It's open. No, but no, but you still have the the, the stability there, right? Because you right. still get yeah. to come home, yeah. Yeah, can, go home yeah. to that person or whatever. Yeah. Mhm. Basically, yeah. So y'all, so they being a hoe. They, <laughs> they call it what they want to. And they, but but how do you see? That is the craziest thing. How do how how do you get there with that? How do you even bring that up? That that kind of conversation up, but. You see, you have to look at you have to look at the way society is today and the things that that are being you know perpetuated in the media and different different venues, internet and 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 all of that. You know, it's mm-hmm. being more glamorized. You know, to have you know multiple partners, even though the health department, CDC, and everybody say, hey, you know, don't do that because you're susceptible to this disease, that disease. We got a new disease out here that there's no cure for, and da 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 da. But when you go to these parties, you know, and everybody is there, and everybody know what to expect, and this is the main reason why they are there. You know, it 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 it, it continues to be perpetuate. You know, hmm. Um, hmm. So and and this is the mentality of the people. So so marriage we know, you know, has has gone to the left in this country. Marriage isn't even what marriage used to be now, you know. So so there is no sanctity anymore, you know. So you do is is, is your body, you do whatever you want to do with it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and that's the freedom, you know that that. Some people have it. It's not just young people. It's old people, too. It's old people, too. And you would be amazed that, oh, my Lord, <laughs> how many cougars out there. Oh, my God. You know. <laughs> hey, I'm waiting on Pam Greer. <laughs> just being out in, in you know, in, in the community, you know, or whatever, the conversations and the behaviors and the dress and the style. Of, of of older uh-huh. people and you're like, oh my God, I know she don't got that on. And then you see the people that they were with, and it just blows your mind. And so 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 you know the the morality, you know of 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 <laughs> of, of of the country. I mean, is 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 just basically going downhill for for some folks. I'm about saying everybody for for some folks, you know. And 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 uh-huh. as long as they have that understanding, as long as that's communicated, as long as they make their desires known, and this is what the agreement is, I guess that's fine for them. See, so, yeah, I guess that's fine for them. Hmm. You know, I <laughs> yeah, I guess that that that's a heck of a way of communicating, huh? Well, anyway, yeah, I mean, um, there I, has to be. There has to be some verbal communication, some verbal uh, 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 agreement as, as as to why you're there, what's going on. But you just don't walk up to nobody, take their clothes off, and bam, bam, boom. You know, there has to be some communication, uh, and there is a literal. And why is it? That, and I got a question. This is my question right here. Why is it that we have no problem communicating about that, but when it comes to finances and other things, you know? It's difficult when we start talking about feelings and emotions and all that. It's difficult for men and women to talk about real stuff, but it's not a problem to talk about sex. Hmm. 
You know, I think to answer your question is because it's a, it's something that we have never been taught to discuss. We have never been been indoctrinated into that type of uh, discussion mode. You know, it's interesting because I, I was just in the chat room and Shadow Warrior puts up he put it real nice actually. He said communication is overrated. Everyone talks about the importance of it, but few are actually competent at it. People assume that they have the same understanding with words. But when you engage in conversation, you find that's not the case. And I went, words are tricky. He says, not really. It's the interpretation of them that people have problems with. And thus, and that is the it. issue right there. And that is it. That is it. That, that, is, that is it. That is it. What I said is not what you heard. You know. I know mm. what I said, but that ain't what you heard. So if there's no feedback, if you don't tell me, what you think you heard, if I don't ask you to paraphrase what I heard or did you understand what I said, you know, then, then, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I understand, but what did I say? You know, I heard what you said. No, what did I say? I just want clarification. We don't make that known. You know, we get upset. You act like I ain't listening to you. See? <laughs> that's right. The, that's the thing. That's right. usually how it goes. No, I'm just trying to get it clear that I understand uh-huh. what you said. Nobody presses forth to get that understanding to make sure that you're on the same page because nobody takes the time to do that. That's the thing. We don't take the time to do that. We just go off our first thought and say, yeah, I heard what you said. Okay. Are we preoccupied with something else? At the same time, while we, Mm. and God forbid, and God forbid if you're in a conversation and you got your phone, ain't nothing you said. Yeah, I heard what you said. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Good. All right. Bye. You know, <laughs> and what did they? You know, I, I, I'm glad you said that because I see you sister going there. I'll get you in in a minute. Uh, I, I, I'm glad you said that because yesterday I was at the bowling alley, and yeah, because y'all know I like the bowling, right? And this lady had had a shirt on, and it had some eyelashes and um, a set of eyes that you know just right at her breast level. You know, little church women can you know consider cute. And I was sitting there thinking. And I, I told this young lady that was sitting there, I said, now, see, she would be upset if I was to walk out and say, hi, you have some beautiful eyes. I said, she would get upset at that. <laughs> but that's the shirt she has on. You see my point? That's the shirt that she, you know, gonna, yeah. And I can actually be looking at her real eyes. But just, you have some beautiful eyes. She has the shirt. Hey, the, the, the interpretation has gone left immediately. Immediately. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't be a competition. But that's what. Ah, look out now. 
But anyway, let me break this thing down again. Uh, <laughs> it should be. You're absolutely right. It should not be. All right, Sister Gordy, welcome back to the show. I know you got some good stuff Thank for me. You. Talk to me. Well, I hope I don't get off topic here because I think the the topic was communication or miscommunication. But you, uh, 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 Sister T. Ross, uh, brought up the. I think she used the word bush, and you used the word bush call, and you used the word booty call, right? No, I said mm-hmm. booty call. I said, oh, you did? Okay, see, see, I misheard you. See, so I'm glad I asked for clarification. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> but I just want Mr. Talk to though. I, I, I know you're, I think the point of this uh, topic is miscommunication, right? Correct, Amundo. Okay, yes. okay, okay. But I have to, but, so I just don't want to abuse, and I just want to make a comment about the attitudes about sex. I think are changing all the time. If you look at culture, and if you look at, and different cultures, because if you think about it, you know the the attitude of of sexuality was influenced a lot by the church, you know, in the old days, uh, and then the church has fallen out of favor with a lot of people. Not everybody. But, I mean, it doesn't have as much influence in some cases. Would you agree with that or disagree? Oh yeah, def- definitely. You know, from 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 the influence that the church had uh, then as to now, yeah, that's 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 definitely so. Yeah. Okay. Because and, 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 I'm thinking like 200 years ago, you know, that kind of thing, where the church was the boss, and, you know. And we so have, so, and then you look at. We don't even have to go. We don't even. Have, we don't even have to go that far back, you know. It, 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 you know, we can look back to 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 when we grew up in the era that we grew up in versus now. It's, it's just some things, you know, they just um, wouldn't be tolerable that we do now. We'd be murderized. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was because the influence of the church had on people's, you know, worldview or understanding of life and sexuality and all that kind of thing. And the reason I went back that far, T. Ross, was because what I had in my mind was the fact that in the beginning of this country, it, the average age of a wife was 15 years old. Right. That's true. See? That's true. And then we don't even want to talk about what old master was doing, okay? We don't even have to go there. Yeah, so, we But we're talking about, you know, the attitudes about sexuality. Uh-huh. And it's yeah, so uh, that, that's what my thought was, that, you know, that that, that is always changing. Now, we right. can say it's good or bad or whatever, but it's always changing. You think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely always changing. And, 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 it's, and, it's, and I guess it's dictated, you know, by by the things that that are, are brought into our environment. You know our our, our, social, mm-hmm. our social our social mores, and as you say, you know um, the direction of the church and, and and other things that that tend to um, influence our lives. You know, um, because I was talking uh, with Mister Talk recently, and another friend of mine, and I was talking with her, and I was saying, you know, um, back in the fifties, you know, when we would see those shows on TV. You know, we never saw two people in the same bed together. You know, they, they always had separate beds when they went, even on the Brady Bunch. They had six kids, but they had separate beds. Come on, not really. You know, <laughs> you know. So, so you know, it, it, it's just very different now. It's very different than from what it was and the way that you know sexuality is presented. 
you know, this this day and time than it was before. You know, back then, you know, it was almost taboo to even talk about. It. Yeah, we're thinking along the same lines because I was thinking the same thing. But see, the way that the, the way the value was presented and the way it was really being acted upon was really two different things. I don't really think sexuality is. Yeah, it's just that, yeah because think back during the era uh, when who was it that was always harping about family values? Family, the Republicans. What era was that? Reagan. Who who was that? Yeah, that was yes, that was that was the Reagan that was Reaganomics era. Yeah, yeah but, but the truth of the matter is, but the truth of the matter is that that was just uh, 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 the way it was presented. That's not what the actual actually was going on. No, it never and I don't is. think it there, ever has been. There, there is, there is always, there is always a a a back door, for lack of a better term. There is always a a a, a back door, and and there's always a reality, and then there's always a, per, a perceived reality. And when we're, yes, we're, that's we're, a better way of putting it. Yeah, when we're when we're talking about communication, and we're talking about what's said and what's not seen. You know, those are the two things. There, there, there is what what we said, and then there is what it actually is, and what you thought it was. See, so mm-hmm. your perception is different than what the reality was. And in those days, the perception that you know we were given, you know, about sexuality and all of this stuff, even though we we saw other things in in the community, and we were to no, you don't you don't bother those people, you don't talk to those people, you know, and all of that. They were there. They weren't out like they are now with, you know, all this gay pride and all this stuff, but they've always been there. But they just were not in the forefront of the community, so to speak, as they are now. So the, you're right. Those things have always been there. They have always been there. Mm-hmm. But it's not as pervasive as it is now. And do you think that uh, regarding communication that it's not only words uh, that affect our perception of what's being said, but just like you pointed out, uh, the programs and the way they were presented, that affects our perception also. So when we talk to people, we come from different uh, backgrounds or different uh, upbringings or different experiences and so forth and so on. So. And then so we and we do, as the commenter in the uh, chat room said, uh, interpret words differently. So there it is. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. We do. And, 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 and at times, too, as I stated earlier, you know, we bring preconceived notions to the table. So it don't matter what, what you said. It doesn't matter what you said. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to hear what I hear. <laughs> I may hear what's already in me, you know, so so that interpretation is there. And if we don't take the time, like I said, and, and, and explain and really listen, that's the thing, listen, you know, because the real art of communication, is, uh, the real art of, of, of listening is, is not planning a response while somebody else is talking. Oh, well, let me say this, because you're not listening. You're preparing to you know, defend yourself or make your next comment off of what that person is saying, so you never really take in what they're saying. Good point. And do you think that has to do with the pace of our culture? 
Yeah, that's another part of it. That's another part of it. The pace, the pace in which this culture makes people how we have to live. We don't have, you know, people used to sit under trees. Used to, you know, in some cultures they take a siesta in the middle of the day, even from their job. They have time to talk. There's no work. There's no spaces anymore for people to come together, you know, yep. uh, yep. you know, and sit down and take time to really listen and ask questions, trying to get a deeper understanding of what the other person is saying. You know, that has a yep. lot to do with it, also. I think. It does have a lot. It does have a lot to do with it. As they say, there's a microwave generation. We want it now, so we got to be on the move to go get it now. You know, you snooze, you lose. So we don't have, you know, we don't have that time. You know, even in business negotiations, even in business negotiations these days. You know, when you write a contract, oh, let me, I'm gonna give it to my lawyer, have him review it, and I get it back to you. Nobody takes the time and really goes over a contract with you. There's always got to be a third person that'll have time to do that. Just give me the gist of it. I don't want the gist of it. I want the fine print. Let me see that. See, nobody has time or wants to take time to do that. You know, I think I think also when, when you start you, when you start talking about interpretations and things of that nature, you also have to take into um, account the. Uh, Expressions that someone is giving you as you're having the conversation with them, because a lot of people talk through expressions. If you really pay attention to them, especially your spouse or your significant other, um, they could be saying one thing, but if you look at their face or the body language, because that, that that's a part of communicating as well. And I think a lot of times that is overlooked or misunderstood more than the actual interpretation of the words that's coming out of uh, out of a person's mouth. Would, would that would you agree with that? Yeah, that's definitely true because I know I'm guilty of that because my facial expressions will say what my mouth ain't saying. All the time. And I'm just the opposite. I'm just the opposite T. I've been told I have a poker face. I could be yeah. having the tornado inside of me and it won't show. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I no, no. Whatever I'm thinking, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. When we get done here, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, so it just shows. <laughs> you know, we have to get better at that. I wish I had a poker yeah. face, but that's just you know, that's just not it. You know, that's just not it. Yeah. You know, but that adds a lot to it. I mean, you know, even when, you know, you're listening to somebody, say you're listening, but you got your arms crossed and you're looking up at the ceiling. You're not listening to that person. You, you, you're yeah, not even interested in Yeah, you didn't close them out. Huh. Shut them out. And what, what well, see, that goes back. Go ahead, Mr. Talk. No, I, I think I was going to say is what that causes is for, for the, the, the individual that's actually supposedly listening to take a defensive stance. And, and now, as, as Pete mentioned earlier, all of a sudden now they're not listening. They already uh, are um, gathering information they want to say uh, to you without actually listening to you because your body language has told them something totally different than what you're saying. And that's I think that 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 is where the really communication really begins to come off the rails. It, it really does. 
that's a that's a good point, and and I think we have. <laughs> wow, the next generation is going to have a lot of hard work to do to get back to humanity because. With all these cell phones in everybody's face, and nobody sits down and have dinner with each other anymore. And even if they do sit down and have dinner, they got cell phones out. Yeah, I send you an emoji saying how I feel. (laughs) I send you an emoji. I send you a That brings up a good point that uh, in your topic that communication is going, it has been already uh, affected by technology and it's going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. And in a very broad impact on our lives, uh, you know. I know, Mister Talk, you kept making a joke earlier in your show about Sophia and what what the other thing's name was. I ain't gonna Murphy. call it a he or Murphy. she. I refuse. Okay. Yeah, Murphy, uh huh. <laughs> and you know that that this technology is going to have far-reaching impacts on how society operates. We don't have time now, and it probably should free up time. But I heard somebody explaining how the communication—it it was a, a teacher was saying that at nine o'clock at night he's getting a, a text message from his supervisor reminding him not to forget to be at the meeting the next day. He said, "I'm on my time now." So the communication, like you said, is so impersonal that way. But yet, and the the, the technology is supposed to be um, convenient, but it's he's showing the ex- exact opposite, where it's infringing on uh, your personal time and space, where you could have a, commu- a communication with your family or whatever. He's with his family at that time, and he's not liking the fact that he's getting zinged by a text message from his supervisor at nine o'clock at night about a meeting the next day. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and believe it or not, that causes a lot of lot of problems in households. Even though it's just you know work related, you know, it, let's say you you go and you decide to change your ringtone. Now the question is, why are you change your ringtone? What what you, know, you, you, you see what I'm saying? Now you're being accused of stuff, and it's just. So where do we where where do we fix it at? I guess that's the question. We we know what the issues are, but where do we fix it? How do we fix it? How how do we have a become a, a better communicating society with with the onslaught of, of technology 
as we know it is today, and we know it's, it's hot and heavy. How do we fix it? Well, you just brought up the issue of trust, Mr. Talk. You just brought up the issue of trust. Mm. Mm. And maybe that's the reason why, well, you know, sometimes when uh, T. Roth was saying people just hear what's already in them, maybe that's an issue of trust. And it is. It most definitely is. It most definitely is. See, let me take, let, let me give you this example. Man, woman, talking, lady says, I love you. Man says, okay. Oh, you don't love me? <laughs> you can't tell Oh, yes. <laughs> that is man. This man may be the most attention man it is, and she already knows this man loves her. But because he didn't say it right there at that instant while they were in public or, or, or whatever, Oh, it, it got to be a big thing. See, this is <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic case. Classic case. Yes. Yes, yes. That's, that's a classic one right there. Yeah, that's classic. Where yeah. is that insecurity? See, that's trust and insecurity. But you already know this. You already know this. You know, he did. He did. You know. So why they could see? <laughs> why make a what? Why make a scene? Why make a scene when oh. you already know this? You, you should yeah. already know this. You know, it, it's it's not that important. It's not that it's not that important. Why why why, well, why, I, why do why do I have why do I have to acknowledge you? And, you know, in in you know, in, in in front of anybody, really, you know, let alone in public, you, if you already know, you already know your position with me. You already know who you are to me. What does anybody else matter? That's the thing. That's well, but that assumes that that's the reason why the person was doing it. I wasn't there, so I really don't know. What if what what if you know? Sometimes uh, people are are in couples that one is very communicative or you know communicates a lot, and you know uh, another person like Mr. Talk said earlier in the show, he don't have to be talking all day. He's quiet. He's he's uh what do you call it uh pensive or or what do you, what do they call that ex, extroverted or introverted? Okay. So, so maybe, yeah. yeah. So if, if, if that lady, if that lady was asking for acknowledgement, maybe I'm just make speculating here. I wasn't there, don't know the people. But what if that person, the man, was uh, not very, you know, uh, talkative, and that's the only way she could get herself confirmed, even though, like you said, she knows, or she, you think she knows that he loves her. But maybe for her, uh, it needs to be verbally expressed. I read an article one time, long time ago, that people love differently. Some people think you love them if they if you give them gifts. Other people think you love them if you help them with the housework. And I, I forget there was a, a long list of different ways people love differently. Mm-hmm. Or feel that they're loved. See, but that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing that need. That's the thing that needs to be communicated. That's the thing that needs to be communicated and that you understand. Right. But if she was, I'm using the example of the couple you brought up. If she's dealing with a, a, a person that's not, that's, oh, I'm sorry, T, I wasn't talking over you. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Go ahead. 
Oh, I, I was just thinking if, and and I'm speculating. I know I am, but say for instance, you're you're dealing with someone who, you know, doesn't is not very expressive, and the other partner needs to the way they feel loved is to hear it said. So you can say that she was just asking to be affirmed, you know. Right. Maybe it wasn't the proper time, or maybe. She, Maybe it wasn't the proper time or the proper place. I can see where, you know, T's coming from, too. If if she made a scene out of it, then that would show insecurity. But, you know. That's a little drama. But, okay, we got another caller want to come in, and uh, I'd like to get, uh, hear what he has to say. This is a man, so that's a good thing, two on two now. But anyway, before I do that, hey, y'all, we got two minutes left in um, live air time, and we'll be going in overtime a little bit. So if you're not on the phone lines, you need to get here. 347-838-8622 is the number. We talk communication between men and women. I want to hear what you got to say. All right, so once again, 347-838-8622. And if you can't go in overtime with us, I want to say thanks for hanging around. And you catch the rest of the show on the archives or the website, which will be updated probably in the morning um, at www.ericletstalk.com. Uh, dot com, and uh, I have this show embedded in there, so you can listen to the whole thing if you want to. All right, so let's welcome to the show Black Gladiator out of Washington D.C. Welcome to the show, my brother. What you got for me today? Hey, hey, I got a lot for you today. Um, I don't mean to ruin any, anybody's day, but you know I have a lot for you today. So the first thing I want to say is, you know, dealing with communication, as far as men and women, you know. Nowadays, people don't understand what relationships are about, love is about. And I, I have to agree with, as far as the communication is concerned, that the men, men do communicate, but they don't communicate on a natural level. They don't know how, certain men don't know how to communicate or, to a woman naturally, basically. And as far as the woman I'm concerned, you know, um, I'm a man, you're a man. We we can we can say that certain women claim that other men are dogs, you know, but if they start looking for more than puppy love, maybe they maybe they'll find more than just a bone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. Um, but let, let, let me let me go back here for a moment something you said here a minute ago. Let let's get into this natural thing. Go a little deeper into that. Let's get some clarity on that. What do you mean men don't know how to love a woman naturally? I'm saying not love a woman naturally, but don't know how to communicate with to a woman naturally. Don't know, don't know, certain men don't know how to have a natural conversation with the woman. And what I'm saying about it is a man basically shows a woman, a man basically shows a woman all the things in, in reality that he, he uh, identifies with. He shows a woman what he will and what he would not stand for. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times we as men, we talk to women and we like to cater to them. You know what I'm saying? We like to cater to the woman and say, well, well, you, you deserve to be this and you deserve that and you deserve this. And I'm not saying they don't, but it's the thing about having a natural conversation with a woman and meeting her where she is to bring clarification to not only yourself, but to her as well. You follow me? Like bringing okay. clarification to uh-huh. everything she needs clarity to. Mm-hmm. You know, so but I'm how, saying do you, how, that, how do you get to that point, though? 
How do you get there? You got to keep it real. Yeah, you got to keep it real. You got to you got to stay you got to stay in and you basically it's like this. Uh, a man talks to a woman and he basically tells her all the things in reality that not only he identifies himself with, but he's uh, he not only identifies with, but he brings it to light. You know what I'm saying for himself. So basically, a man only speaks to reality about a to a woman. He only he only be real. You know, you're gorgeous. You know what I'm saying. Um, when she says something, yeah, a natural conversation. Just having a natural conversation. If she does something wrong, he say, hey, you know, I wouldn't have done that. That's that's probably wrong. But, you know what I'm saying, just having a natural conversation with a woman. Other than talking to the woman and catering to her feelings and basically saying, well, you write about this and you write about that. You know, a lot of men, they cater to women now. They cater to the woman's feelings. So when they cater to the woman's feelings, they end up, re- I, I say they end up reviving the psychological three-year-old girl that was probably inside her or, or once stuck inside her. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm. You, because you got to think, you cater to a woman, and next thing you 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 gonna know, the woman is gonna be looking for you to cater to her, and it's not gonna be about a communication in the relationship. It's gonna be about me, 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 but about I, 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 instead of a communication and relationships is based on relations. You know what I'm saying? And commun and being com- communicating with the person. You know? That's Can I ask the, the brother a question? Yes, you can, sister. Go ahead. Thank you. How you doing, brother? I'm doing fine. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you. I wonder what do you mean by catering. Do you mean patronizing, or what is your definition of catering? I'm saying catering far as um, spoiling the woman, spoiling the woman. Yes. And far as not only spoiling the woman, but also. Um, Giving the woman always what she wants. You know, everything, we, we're grown. We're grown, which means we do what we got to do to survive. So when I say when I say uh, spoiling the woman and giving her everything that she wants, certain things, you know, that glitters ain't always gold. You know, certain times, you, certain times is not everything is good for you, you know? So, so would you would you agree that that's a form of patronizing and not treating the woman as an equal, the, uh, acknowledging her intelligence or her qualities and and treating her as a whole uh, being as opposed to, you know, kind of like you said, spoiling. That's something you do to a child. Right. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, that's something you do for a child. And uh, what I'm saying is, if you spoil a woman, you you actually bring out the psychological three-year-old girl that's inside of her. That's what I'm saying. You, you yeah, you're not giving her opportunity. You're not in, giving her opportunity to express her express her whole self. You're kind of right. stunning her ability to be a, an adult and to interact on an adult level. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so to stop all of that, all you have to do is just have a natural conversation with the woman. That means you you basically talk to the woman about things that's in reality, perspectives. You don't ever go outside of reality because then she, you, you're a woman, you know, 
Well, this dude, he's right here. He seemed a little fake to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he seems like he, he, he got it all, but it just be a play on words. Well, you know, that's interesting because I just had an experience with someone that I truly have known for over a decade, have the greatest admiration and respect for the person and know that, uh, you know, he's like a friend and a brother. And I know he's not coming from any place with any intention to disrespect me, but there was a time when I had to tell him, because, you know, there was this thing where, you know, oh, princess, no, my name is Ngoni, not princess, okay? And then, well, I'm calling to check up on you, uh, you know, I've just called to check up on you, and I know he means it from his heart, but see, that's what I call patronizing. Patronizing, and what you call patronizing again? Can you give a full definition? Well, 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 what I'm trying to say, and I didn't do a very good job of expressing that because a lot of what I'm thinking is inside of me, and I I didn't express it. I know I don't have but a few minutes, so let me jump to this point. I think in order to change, uh, to answer Mr. Talk's question, what's the solution, how to change it, I think men and women have to change the way they see each other. If a man is, 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 as you said, brother, what did you, the word you used was uh, catering to. Or if a man is catering to or patronizing a woman, then it's about his view of women that he needs to, to change. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that. And it, and it goes both ways because, as you're saying, if he's patronizing her or, or being a so-called daddy, to her, because essentially that's 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 what 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 he's being. And there are women out there who who in a man look for the father that they didn't have in their life, whether they know it consciously or or, or subconsciously, you know. And um, they acquiesce to a relationship like that. And then when the man gets to a point where he no longer wants to cater to their needs. And says that well, look, we need you, you know, to kind of take some responsibility here to help me out here. Then they both at that, like you know, hey, that's not my job. So because the understanding from the beginning was that you gonna take care of me. See, so we need to define exactly, you know, the parameters of the relationship at the beginning and 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 where the boundaries are. And sometimes we fail to do that because we're so enamored by that person, or we so trying to get that person, please that person, or keep that person that, you know, we start stuff that we don't intend to keep up. And if I can say this, if I can say this, um, you know, a lot of a lot of times you can't be more loyal to a person than to yourself first. You can't be more loyal to a person than more than yourself. And so what I'm saying is you, you if you look at everything out here, a tree doesn't look for love, you know, it's only humans that they start looking for love in all the wrong places. But a tree doesn't go out looking for love. You know, a tree is love. So we have to realize that we are love, first of all. And the ingredients to making love is ourselves, you know. So once we get that down packed, I think we'll get the down packed of having a natural conversation with the person. Because, you know, once you realize you are love and you're not looking for love, you know, in all the wrong places, you are love. You, you realize, especially women, They'll come to grips to find out that, okay, I know what is acting for me, and I know love is light, and it's supposed to shine in all the dark areas of my life, you know. So, 
that's yeah, a very that's profound true. statement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it. You got to know that first. That you know, you got to love yourself first because if you don't, what do you have to give, or what can you give to to, to somebody else? Because if there's darkness in you, what are you giving to that person? See, so. Yeah, that that is that is like Sister Noni said. That is a very uh, profound statement. Go ahead, Sister Noni. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's okay. I was just uh, going to thank the brother for that and say that we can even expand it beyond male female relationships to to relationships in in society in general. When we recognize, like the brother said, that love is inside of us. We are love, and and we have the courage because it does take courage because there's so much pain and disappointment out here in life today. And maybe it's always been that way. I don't know, but I can only speak about my life journey that, you know, you, 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 you sometimes maybe get a little defense or you put a little fence up around your heart for protection. You know what I'm saying? And so it it requires uh, being vulnerable and open and in order to be vulnerable and open when you have the foundation, like what the brother just said of knowing, that you are love and you you have love inside of you to give and you're not looking to plug your umbilical cord into somebody else to fix yourself, like T. Ross said, you know, then, and Neely Fuller. I don't know if uh, if uh, the brother is aware of Neely Fuller Jr. who wrote the book, um, uh, uh, oh, I forget the title, uh, United Independent Compensatory Code. Uh, he talked about relationships uh, that you should ask 1,500 questions before anything happens uh, beyond talking because he said you haven't even communicated until you've done that because you don't well, know anything like about the person. I like, I like to take – I like to take I, – I, excuse me for saying this. It might be a little bit of rude, but I'm black. I like to take our culture perspective. So in our culture perspective, we are known to be exceptional thieves. There's no there's – no, there's no question in black culture, you know what I'm saying, that a lot of people that's black, not trying to jump off subject, but a lot of people that's black, they are the scapegoats for America. So all I'm trying to do is make sure I ain't the scapegoat and make sure something else be the scapegoat other than myself, you know. And so I like to take, I like to go by being an exceptional thief, you know. And what I mean by that is um, you can't fit, you, until, a, until you understand what it is a person is doing it and why they're doing it, you know, then you can never you can never succeed past anything in life. You know, not anything in life, but succeed past the next steps in life, you know. So I look at it as being an exceptional thief because you've got to see what it is a person doing and why they're doing it to understand, okay, um, I'm not going to steal this from you, but I'm going to bring this joy to you, and this joy is going to, by me bringing this joy to you, is going to be bringing it back to me, you know. Well, I think that's the reason for asking the questions, and I think that uh, uh, if you know yourself, you it, well, you, you already said this, brother. You said this when you first start talking. You can't really know somebody else until you know yourself. Right. Yeah. I'm, I, you, you might know, not have said it exactly that way. You can't you know, know, you know somebody yourself. Well, that's yeah. no statement. That's no true statement ever spoken. But I, I was just thinking when, when Sister Goni said about the questions, and and I, I was just thinking uh, a couple of years ago when I did a show, um, I, I remember something I said, and and I want to bring it up again. And you know, when you start dating or talking to someone or, or whatever relationship you have with them, I think it's important to actually 
ask them questions, not about themselves per se, but about their family life growing up. Because I do believe that that gives you a whole lot more, a better insight uh, of the mentality of the person that you're dealing with and, and helps you communicate a little bit um, more openly with that individual. And the reason why I'm saying this is because in some instances, if, if say, you, you're dating someone and you realize that they are very insecure or non-trusting, okay? Now, if you go back, and I guess I'm getting into the psychological version of it right now. If you go back into your childhood, nine times out of ten, there's something that happened during that childhood that, that brought up, brought on the, that type of uh, reaction or communication skill that they're using. So, and with that, that, that helps you understand them better. And then if you want to go forth with that, that, that uh, relationship, you can. Uh, and it helps you um, communicate. I, I feel it helps you communicate with them a little bit differently because you have that insight in, into their psyche. That's a good word, their psyche. You know, um, whether, you know, they, they feel they were betrayed by their mother or their father or Something during that time, you know, previous mates, so, and, and, and but you you get all that in, in, in the in the conversation, and it doesn't have to be a big, blown out, you know, let's talk, just general conversation. Hey, tell me about you know how was it when you was a kid? What you do as a kid? You know, because believe it or not, most people emulate the type of relationships they had as children growing up that they witnessed their parents going through, believe it or not. I mean, uh, and once, once you get a better understanding, I feel, in my opinion, that helps with the communication process as well. Any disagreeing, agreeing, then? Let me know. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I do. I do. I do agree with that because, uh, for lack of a better term, you would refer to uh, people with those issues or you would, you would, you would speak to them differently then you would speak to a person that was, you know, confident in in in, in who they were because they 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 don't bring they don't bring so much emotional baggage with them. Mm-hmm. But if you know mm-hmm. if you know that up front, you know that hey, you know, in, in order for this to work, you know, I may have to you know, constantly reaffirm this person. Hey, you are worthy. You are beautiful. You know, I do care about you. You know, when and the opposite because they didn't have that, you know, um, growing up or they didn't have that in their life, you know, they may just need that reassurance from you. Whereas if you were indifferent, you know, and like you said, Mr. Talk only talked two, you know, two hours a day. You know, then they all in their mind where he don't hear anything about me. You know, he don't talk to me. He don't talk to me. He don't spend no time with me. Or she doesn't spend any time with me or whatever. Because it goes on both sides of the coin. You do have men and, and women who, who who suffer through, you know, that emotional trauma. And they are un, unstable when it comes to forming and maintaining relationships. You know, because they are, they just may be socially inadequate. But if they find that right connection, that right person who, you know, who understands that and then, you know, and can take baby steps, I'm not saying coddle them, but can take baby steps just to reassure them that, hey, 
you know, what I, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned. I'm genuinely sincere. You know, that'll bring them out. That'll bring, you know, the, that'll get rid of the mistrust, okay? That, that'll get rid mm-hmm. of the, the, the insecurity, you know, because then they'll see, you know, okay, this, this person is actually genuine. And then that'll form some value. That'll cause them to have some value in and of themselves. See, and then they won't be so dark. And like Sister Ang only said, you know, the walls will start to come down. Those walls that they built up over the years will start to come down. See. Well, I, I like to say, I like to say. Uh... Yeah, and the positive side of that is once you do that, is that person is going to be faithful to you because they're going to trust you. Mm. See, they're going to trust you, whereas they may never have trusted anybody before. See. So they're right. that allegiance to you, and that that can only enhance the relationship. Well, I I, I, I think the difference is that wrong. Okay. I think the difference because no. I think the difference because uh, first of all, asking I mean the question is. If you ask your partner all these questions or you look for the best in your partner, you know, what about the strong times? I mean, we all got to agree our weaknesses are definitely our strengths, you know. So I'm not – I've been with beautiful women all over this planet, right? And the last thing I look for into them is basically basically what we just talked about. You know, I don't don't look for, okay – do you do you have a, a a good background family like the Cosby's? You know, if you don't, then that means you know. I mean, everybody got their preference, but I I wouldn't just knock them off like that. You know, I I believe that we all must experience life to know what we want out of it. You know, so if you've been through a rough experience, that mean you know that definitely means you you know what you want out of it, right? So, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, uh. I look at it. I look I look at it. Well, I look at it like this. You know, we we a lot of times, a, a lot of times, is this thing runs so deep that a lot of times we don't really pay attention to how how they taking over this world, and that's basically bringing the twistiness of the sexes. So I'm going I'm going to say that in my response to to this, I'm going to say that um, you have to ask yourself before even coming in contact with the woman. Does she even exist? Does a woman even exist? The reason why I say that, reason why I say that is because if you're trying to have a natural conversation with the woman, right, and all she talks about, um, all she talks about is how, you know, uh, what the black, all she talks about is the corporate America, you know, all she talks about is basically um, how she got her hair done, her nails done, you know what I'm saying. Fake, fake eyebrows and fake lashes. You gotta ask us. You gotta ask yourself this: Is is women out here keeping it real with themselves? You know what I'm saying? Or are they still little girls in the mind? You know. So, my that's why I said you know my response to it would be basically: Does a woman exist? I, is anybody following me at this point? I do, but I think that that's your preference. Somebody else might love that woman with the fake eyelashes and whatever. So everybody has different needs and and different uh, values as far as 
you know, what, what they see is uh, compatible with what their worldview and, and what their goals are or whatever, you know, their lifestyle is going to be. So I think the point about asking the person questions is to the, what the point was, uh, or I intended to make the point based on what Neely Fuller was saying and, and adding to what Mr. Talk said about asking them about their background and their family, uh, you know, how they grew up. It's not to judge them, but if you, are, if you know in your own self what kind of partner you would feel comfortable and compatible with, then that's good information to help you make a decision, just like you said, brother. You're not uh, attracted to a woman with fake eyelashes and so forth, but other people are. So, you know, we're not all the same. And that's why I don't, I, for me, I, I'm, I'm black too, uh, quote, unquote. Uh, uh, and I say, quote, unquote, because there's legal, you know, and all that kind of stuff about the status of black and white and blah, 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 blah. Let me just say I'm of African descent and put it that way, okay, and proud to be. But I don't like to be put in a box to only right think on. about things, relationships, uh, politics, anything from the perspective of black and white, because there's a lot of gray area in life, a lot of mystery in life that I think could be explored to help us understand each other and life, the purpose of life, who we are, and why we're here. I'm complete. You know, and I'm getting here real quick. You know, and uh, the brother spoke about weaknesses, and honestly, I want to know what your weaknesses are. I want you to show me what your weakness is. I I really do. I mean, uh, that way, if you show me what your weaknesses are, that means you are being completely open with me. You you let me know more about you than than just the average joke. And in in, in in addition to that, I will be there when that weakness begins to show to help build that up and make it one of your strengths. You know, look, everybody has weaknesses. You know, we have our little dark places that we go and Lord knows I got many of them. You know, we, we have our places we go where we don't want nobody in there. Okay, but if, if you're in a, you know, eventually, if you get the, 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 in a relationship with someone, relationship with someone, and you be, you know, y'all begin to build and you talk and, you know, the questions come out, eventually, you let that person see your weaknesses. You you feel comfortable that they're not going to take that weakness and use it against you. I guess we're back to the trust issue again. But, you know, that's why that conversation has to come out. But if you don't know what the background is, even if they show you the weakness, you may not still understand it. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. So, and, and like Sister going to say, I guess that just depends on the individual, the individuals involved itself. Because me, well, as far as women, hey, I like them. I like them plain Jane, pretty much, no makeup, and you know, they have to look up. You know, just I, I don't need all that other stuff because honestly, I'm looking past that anyway. Because um, all that is, all that is just. A, a, a mask that's put on. That's that's all that is. But at the end of the day, when that mask come off, who am I really dealing with? You know, who am and I, that's I, the I, question I, we got to ask. I'm spending my time in my life with. And I understand sorry, where the brother was coming from, and like like you, uh, and brother, I'm, I wear my hair natural. I don't wear any makeup. But see, what I was trying to point out is that's a personal uh, uh, personal uh, preference. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not making no judgment about it, right or wrong. I'm just 
trying to acknowledge the fact that other people have different preferences. And so in the, the one thing that I didn't uh, remember to add to uh, in response to what uh, T. Ross was saying was, and, and I'm kind of like, um, I hope this is not misinterpreted because I'm not opposing what she said, but I'm kind of questioning, is it uh, good to go in a relationship with the idea that we have to fix something about our partner, or should we not go into a, a relationship saying that, well, I know this person, I see their witnesses, I mean weaknesses and their strengths, and I accept them for who they are. I'm not, I don't feel like I need to change them. Or fix them. No, you should never. That's oh, kind of no, like no, a no, question. No, 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 no. That's not what I was saying. No, 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 no. I didn't say change or fix them. But when you see that weakness, you know, come up, encourage them. You know, because other than that, you know, they, they, they're in other words, just support them. See? Well, we're just saying the same them. thing then, because it was just a matter of cement. Yeah, you're not trying to change or fix anything about them, but once they let you know that, hey, this is where I am or I have or I have trust issues, if they just blatantly come out and, and, and tell you that, it's up to you then at that point whether you're going to want to deal with that. You know, or, are you going yeah, and and to prove yourself to that person? See? Yeah, or, see, that was a matter of communication on my part. Yeah. I'm sorry, that yeah. was a matter of, of misinterpreting your words. See, that's why I tried to express myself yeah. in a way to let you know I wasn't opposing what you said. Because, yeah. see, I would have just used the word accept them. Once I see that this is a weakness, can I accept yeah. them? And and so what yeah. you're saying is be supportive, not judgmenting or, or mm-hmm. condemning them. You you right. have decided to make a commitment. You know their weak wow. points, and you say, "I accept you for who you are." But you're there to exactly. support them and to just accept them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's well, it. can I say this? Can I All say right, this? Can I All say right, this? Real last? quick, black lady. I got somebody else coming in. Go ahead. Okay. okay. This last this last thing is this: if you if you're going to accept somebody and you got your own preference, right? I would like to ask you females, why do you basically accept the preference or have a preference or accept people after after males that have six psychotic energy, you know? You know, so why do you pattern, I like to ask, why do women pattern themselves after thinking, you know, um, after thinking or following six psychotic male energy? You know, to, to say to say you have a preference, you know, that's just, that's just sick enough because that's basically saying you don't accept all, you know. So I like to know, I like to know basically why. Well, I'll let T. Ross go first because I don't really understand uh, what you just said. I don't see her having a, a preference. Uh, is sick. Uh, you go ahead, T. Ross, because I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand it either. I mean, just because you have a preference for someone don't mean you accepting somebody's sick and psychotic energy. That's all a whole new level. Just because, you know, I might like dark skin, I might like dark skin and tall black men, you know, and some other woman may like short, light-skinned men, you know, but, but that's, you know, that's my personal preference. That doesn't mean that every tall black, dark-skinned man is psychotic. It's just what... No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. Well, you really kind of stereotyping women, what you're doing by saying, why do you asking a question like that? I, I, and I'm not a female. I'm a woman. Females are 
you know, that's that's a part of our language. You know, they, see, they don't weaponize this language, man. That's why it's so hard for us to communicate. Uh, you know, like kids aren't goats and women aren't females. A female is a, I think a female is a dog, ain't it? Right. Uh, well, the right, right. is one too. You know, uh, Mr. Talk don't love cussing. Although he did cuss twice today, Mr. Talk, he said hell and he said bullshit. He broke his rules today. Hell, hell is the way I Well, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say. Hey, let 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 me let this lady let this lady get in real quick. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Tom, let yeah, me let me bring this lady in. Quick. All right, let me bring her in real fast. All right, uh, Miss Lady, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miss Lady. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, you know, um, yeah, it's just all over the place. I can make different comments about different parts of the conversation. But I liked what was last stated is that uh, we, um, there just seems to be, I don't know if the gentleman's aware, it might come down to his views or what he's exposed to, but there just seems to be within his, uh, his context and his words that there is judgment about black females or about females. And I don't think mm-hmm. he's, when he comes out that you, that's kind of a very, it can be interpreted as kind of like an inflammatory, uh, like a finger pointing. Or, you know, right. because of females. Um, so now what you're setting up is a defensive uh, position in women. And instead of having, you know, a kind of, uh, you know, chill conversation with some, without the defensive uh, kind of energy coming up. Um, so I think, and, and I mean, when you made a remark about hair and hair weave, that sets up a defensive position in women because women have been choosing however it is uh, to beautify themselves across the ages in every culture. And so when there's like a judgment call on hair weave, it, it sets up a defensive kind of energy in women when they hear that because no woman wants to be told how she should or should not wear her hair or, you know, you know that the men disapprove of her, of her choices. So um, I think that uh, there's something he might just want to kind of sit back and think about. Uh, secondly, um, you know, with all of these questions you can ask somebody, you can ask 10 million questions. It doesn't mean that they're going to answer them truthfully. And if you have a lot to hide, like say, you know, you're on the down low and um, you don't, you're afraid of that being exposed, you're not going to say, Yes, I've had sex with men, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, oh, yes, I go and pick up men at the bathhouse and I don't wear condoms. Nobody's going to be truthful with that. So I guess um, as well, you know, people have reason not, expo- you know, exposing certain things about themselves because it takes time and to develop a trustful relationship with people. I mean, if a man or a girl has been raped, She's not going to ex- uh, talk about that when she, you know, you can go down your list of questions, but depending on how comfortable someone is and where they're at in their, in their maturity and growth and, you know, how comfortable they feel with exposing that, they may not want to do it. They might be things they're embarrassed about or ashamed about. They may have uh, grown up, you know, homeless on the street and had all kind of horrible experiences. They don't want to 
just necessarily just go down the list and discuss all of that with someone. Um, and finally, Hi, Miss Lady. Say, Hello oh. there. And then finally, I'll say that okay, there was something else I wanted to say. Ah, I'm sorry. I threw you <laughs> off. I thought you were done. Um, the one last thing, got it, and it was kind of, I really felt kind of strongly about it, but I can't think of what it is right now. Because I was like, it was like the back. conversation was all over the place. Um, oh, I can't think of what it is. So I, I'll just be done right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I just say something? That, my brain is a little tired. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to uh, clarify about the questions. It, it, Neely Fuller wasn't saying that you should have a list of questions. He was speaking about the fact that people should take the time to really get to know each other deeply and ask mm-hmm. questions and personal questions. And a lot of times when, uh, you know, people get involved in a relationship, it's because and they, they, they move faster than they should have because they haven't asked questions over a period of time to really get to know that person right. on a deep level. And so, and so, therefore, right. it makes it easier for people to disguise uh, if they're on the down low or if they're coming from a, a, a place of, you know, uh, not um, coming from a good place. If you don't take the time to get to know, then you kind of have to take part of the responsibility for that happening to you. Right. Well, I think. You know, that I'm just saying because I was listening to Walter Hampton. Have, have you seen him on YouTube, Walter Hampton, the big buff gay guy in Atlanta? And he's very masculine no. in his energy. You can check out some of his videos. He's even telling women, don't come down here looking for a man. There's too many on the download. And, and you will not be able to pick it out no matter what. He's interesting. He's very honest. I like Walter Hampton because he comes across as very honest and very comfortable with who he is. Um, and that's why that kind of ran through my mind. Oh, the last thing I know what it is. When you hear people saying, this is just how I am, and I'm not going to change, and you I, you got to accept me like I am. Oh, my God. How limited. <laughs> so, um, okay, thank you for letting me know. And so I guess when they come across with that really rigid stance, and you're supposed to love me like I am, well, yeah, maybe, you know, um, you know, in a different world, that's true, but, you know, that they're asking for unconditional love, and I don't think um, you're going to find that um, with looking for a potential partner. There's conditions on everything. And so I believe that um, if a person takes that kind of stance and insists on being loved, even though there are obvious flaws and we all have them that can be improved on, then basically they're saying, I'm not going to improve myself. And who wants to be with someone that's not that's not open to improvement? You're asking for a lot of trouble. So, um, so yeah, so I, it's up to people to determine whether or not uh, they can live with another person and their personality and their issues or whatever. We all have that choice, right? Um, and the good thing about it is that they're very open about, you know, if, if people are open or, uh, about about how they feel about that, you know, because some people will say, oh, yes, I'm willing to change or I want to improve. And then when, you know, you say I do, then it's a whole back, let me revert to being who I really want to be and no, I'm not changing, which is very dishonest. 
You know, you know Miss Lady Sissy. Yeah, that, that happens. Yes, that does happen. Uh, but that still, that still gives us a, um, a, a personal choice, though. You know, if someone tells you, look, you're going to take me for who I am and that's it, then you have to make the decision your own. Am I going to stay or am I going to roll? It's just those, those are your options you have. And if you decide to yep. stay, you know, you know the situation you're, you're now being, you, you're putting yourself into. Now, not saying that that, that that person's attitude won't change over time. However, that. Some people are looking for love in all the wrong places, but you take your makeup off, you take everything off and be who you are and tell all your secrets, don't have any secrets. You keep letting people share their friends that they had. You don't try to take nothing away that they had when you met them. You have no problem. And then some people are standing in love. That's why they stand and walk away. And some fall and they stay together forever. Uh-huh. You know people that have been married for in 70 years, oh. that's what keeps them together. So I don't know what the young man was trying to say. He said, the cause of yourself. Excuse me? Well, what I was you trying to say, well. No, I haven't been married. I said, you know people that's been married that long. That's what keeps them oh, together. Okay. No, I've been married for 38 years. Hmm. What I was oh, trying to say. I know, I know, I know people well, that's been married. I know people who've been married for more than 50 years. It's not, well, some, it's not some, married, some, some are married. So love, I'm so loving on this person. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? No, no. It's, 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 you, you, you just like you became twins. You can tell. Even you only have to be in the same room. You don't even have to be in the same city. But it's just something that, that that's there that lets somebody know that uh, it's there. You know, you can be in a store, and the person that that you're married to, you can tell somebody about them, and they can come along and say, oh, you're the person that she was just talking about. And I don't even know your name. It's a flow that you have when you fall in love. Because if you get rid of all your secrets, well, you might your old boyfriend might come about and like you're hiding around the bush trying to act like you're afraid. But if you let it out and just all the secrets are out there, you don't have to worry about none of that stuff. And then you don't get jealous because you see your man looking at a woman. You don't get jealous about those things. Because if you, if, 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 if you and a woman looking at him, if you weren't working, weren't looking at, why would I want it? It's the freedom it, of the flow. Mm-hmm. Is, is it okay? All right. Is and it then okay again, ahead, if you share, if you share what you okay. have, not get you know, like some women say, like I gotta hide the stuff in the closet because I don't want to know him. I don't know that I bought it. Oh no, 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 no. And it don't come about guilt. It's not about guilt. <laughs> it's not about none of that stuff. <laughs> uh. 
Because I'm talking about the rent right now. If I can say what? something. All right, go, uh, go ahead, Black, I like um, Gladiator. I'd like to say this. Um, sex is what brought us here. If we're not in tune with that energy, we're not in tune with ourselves. So I'm only saying that to say that we have to be in tune with the energy that brought us here. This is what they're trying to cut us off from. And the energy that brought us here is unconditional love. Our mothers loved us no matter what we looked like, if we were blind, if we didn't have, you know, one toe or one hand. You know, they loved us regardless because we're here. So that's that unconditional love, you know. And so my thing is this, though. My thing is this. It brings me back to my first point. A tree doesn't go around looking for love. A tree is love. You know, what's the solution to all of our needs? Love. What's love? Love is the thing that wakes us up every morning. It's what keeps us driving. It's what keeps us going. So my thing is this. We we as people, men and women, have to understand and communicate on the language of love and what it's about. I said love is like light. It's supposed to shine in all the dark areas of your life. I wasn't just talking when I said that. You know, I wasn't talking metaphorically neither. I meant that. It's like light. It's supposed to shine in all the dark areas of your life. So I'm saying all that to say that when we're communicating, because that's what it's about, when we're communicating and we we, we try different different solutions, like a woman can try this thing out of a magazine where it says, uh, what, what the lady said, if you stand for love or you fall in love, you know. You can try all these things out of magazine, but it still don't mean nothing when you have to throw down for real with the, with your partner, you know, whether it be male or female, man or woman. doesn't mean anything. So what, what does have to mean something is how you apply, how you apply your, your, your love, you know, how you apply your energy that's composed, your energy, how you apply it to other people. You know, do you have a good energy, a good persona around you? Do you have other people that love you, you know, and, and that want to be around you? Because we can tell negative energy fall off. All I'm saying is that we have to have a spiritual guide to remove negative and toxic people out of our life. But at the same point in time, we're supposed to still have enough love to shine our light on them. You follow me? Mm-mm. No, I don't. Okay. Actually, I understand some of what you're saying, Black Gladiator. However, we're going to have to leave it right there, but I'm going to give you all a chance to get your last words in. I do request you keep it kind of short, though. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still stuck on this a tree as love because a tree is a tree to me. I, but I'm sure you'll break it down a little further for me. Uh, I, I, once you said the tree was love, I just got lost. I'm sorry. I, a tree is love, okay? I guess it is. Beat your head on with me enough time. But anyway, let's go and get our last words in real fast. And uh, last in, first out. So let's bring our maids in. Maze, give me your last words, darling. All that, that well, advice you got. I'll- I was just giving him an example a little bit. I hope he found it somewhere because he's talking about the Cosby show. What does the Cosby show have to do with dating? That's the reality TV show. Okay. So I'm finished. That's it? All right, mate. Well, thank you, and I'll check you out Monday. Thank you for taking me there. (laughs) All right. Next in the fight. Miss Lady, it's on you. Well, I'm going to say that um, 
yes, mothers loving their babies and their children, being unconditional, yes, that's like stating the obvious, right? For that, you need as adults that you get into relationships with. I'm going to say again, it's going to be conditional because, listen, if I met you, you have a great relationship, and somehow you decide, oh, okay, I think I'm going to go start robbing banks. I think I'm going to start stalking people. I think I'm going to uh, get some stuff. I'm going to start drinking and hanging out. I think I'm going to sleep with your sister. I think all that unconditional love will take a big hit, okay? And so that's all that I'm saying is that if we're going to be honest about it, um, other than your mama and, and sometimes your daddy looking for people to have the same level and type of love that your mama provided to you, it's really asking for a lot. And that's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Lady. Okay. Anyway, Sister Girl, you're up next. Well, I'll just say I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for having me. And you all have a good evening, everybody. All right. You too. And thank you. (laughs) All right, co host. You know, you know what we got to do. Come on, break it home. Break it home for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom, the three. Okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's recollect now. When we're talking Let's about. Recollect. There you go. <laughs> when we're talking about communication and we're talking about. Um, love, you know, and everybody was saying this unconditional love, you know, mothers have unconditional love. Let me just say mothers are supposed to, but every mother doesn't. That was not my story. So let me just make that abundantly clear. Most mothers are supposed to, but they don't, see. So unconditional love, you know, you know, it, it, it's only it, it's only going to come from God. And once you know that for yourself and, and you love your God, and, well, I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ for me. I know everybody don't believe that, but, hey, I, this is the only way I can say it plainly. You know, that unconditional love, and you find that within yourself, you can love somebody unconditional. You know, the Bible says love hides a multitude of sin. That means that you're not always bringing it up in their face. Well, you did this wrong. You did that wrong. Where does the forgiveness come in? See, so when I'm telling you my past and I'm telling you these are the things that that I struggle with, I'm saying to you that I trust you enough, you know that 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 you'll hold the the very intimate part of me, the secret dark places that I I, I don't share with anybody, but I'm sharing this with you because I'm gaining your trust. I'm allowing, you know you to move into a part of me, see, and you learn to love people. That's mm-hmm. the thing. You learn to love people. It's not an automatic. And you only get that through communication. And when you can communicate about what you've been through and your past hurts and, and, and your history and what you expect and, and how you feel and what you just won't tolerate, you know, you're telling that person, this is who I am. It's beyond the makeup. It's beyond the weave. Yeah, the hair, the weave, 
you know, the, the, the shoes, the dress, none of that is who you are. Who you are is what you express yourself to be. Who you are comes from the inside. It doesn't come from how you look. It comes from your character. It comes from how you act. It comes from how giving you are. It comes from how patient you are, see, with that other person, see. You know, because you have to, you you know, you have to understand, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy to divulge the secrets of others. It's so easy to come against a person's weakness. Oh, you shouldn't have not done that. No. It's so easy, but it's just as, it's just as easy to say to that person, it's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. I mean it. You know? And be there in their weakest time, and and let them know that no matter what, I'm I'm gonna be there for you. That's that's unconditional, and it's not hard to obtain. We only don't have it because we too focus on our own hurts, our own wants, our own needs. That we don't expect that from anybody else, so we're not willing to give that to anybody. But it can be done. It can be done, and it begins by, hey. Can we talk? And can you really hear what it is that I'm saying? Not what you think I'm saying, but clearly understand what I'm saying to you. Because when I say I love you, there's no hidden meaning behind that. I love you because I don't take those words lightly. And like I said, we have to learn. We have to first learn to love ourselves. And once we do that, the greatest barrier is already accomplished. So, therefore, you're not looking for anybody to fulfill you. You're not looking for anybody to complete you because you are already complete. So it doesn't matter what they bring to the table. If you're willing to accept it, you're going to accept it. And if not, you know, you can still love them in spite of and allow them to go their way. That's my, my thought for today. All right. And that's the co-host, Pete Ross, in the house. But don't y'all like the way she just break it down all eloquently and, and, and smartly and stuff? All right. Well, she, she broke it down. All right. I'm going to tell y'all. Look, it's like this. All right, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Some people say unconditional love don't exist. Well, okay. No problem. But I look at it like this. You know, if you're in a relationship, you've been there a while, and, yeah, I'm going to get very, very, <laughs> look, unconditional love is this, okay? Now, P. Ross, she took you to the to the, to the the spiritual side of the house, and, yes, if you have that, more than likely you're good because you're, you're loving yourself first, and that's where it starts. you got to love yourself first. But if you're in a relationship and you can lay there in the middle of the night and they, let, they cut one loose, and you know, and you have to just look at it with this weird look on your face, but you stay there, hey, that's unconditional love right there in itself, you know. Or you get up in the morning and have to take that, that, that you know, check on that, that morning prayer, hey, that's unconditional love there too. Because any other time, you'd be up here rolling in a heartbeat, you know. All right, that's my joke, okay. But on, on a serious tip, though, yes, but, but, you know, unconditional love does exist, but, as as my co-host so eloquently put it, you have to have it within yourself first. 
you can't you can't go looking for it from nobody else. And if you don't have it, how are you gonna give it to somebody or someone else? We all have those dark dark areas we go to when we have to. Um, and yes, we all have to sometimes just to do a self analysis. You know, and sometimes it, it helps us stay sane and realize what we do have. Communication it, it, it's it's more than just words. It's more than just uh, lip service, as, as some of the reverends like to say. You know, it's action. It it is it, touches. You know, winks every now and then. Uh, just let someone let someone know that yeah, I, I'm here. I got your back, no matter what. Yeah, it's not always gonna be roses. Everything ain't always gonna be nice. Yeah, there's gonna be some misunderstandings. But all in all, it's all about love, y'all. That's basically what it is, all about love. All right, so anyway, that's it. We're going to get out of here. If you want to um, comment any further, stop by the website, www.ericletstalk.com. There's a comment section in there and some videos and things. I'll be updating them probably tomorrow. Uh, stop by and leave me a note, something you want to talk about. If y'all want us to continue on this for a couple of shows, we can do that as well. Um, you can always email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. Uh, even if it's for me or the co-host, P. Ross, uh, you send it to me. I'll make sure she get it. And uh, that's going to do it, man. Y'all have a great weekend. We're going to see y'all back here Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. And uh, we're going to have us some fun, all right? Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, and make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and the best thing is, Learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. Like I say, for the next 23 days, man, we're going to be playing Christmas songs at the beginning and at the end, and uh, they're going to be different. Some of them you haven't heard in a long time. Some of them you probably haven't heard at all. But you know what? You're going to hear them this, this month. So, with anything else, this is one of the most recorded songs ever. One of the most recorded Christmas songs. Everybody has recorded their version, you know, from the original which was Donnie Hathaway. But I found Stephanie Mills did a version, and I, I kind of like it, so I'm going to play that for y'all today. The name of the song is This Christmas, and uh, we'll see y'all Monday. Y'all have a great weekend now. For me and P. Ross, we out of here, man. Y'all, bye!
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.